Check, check. There we go. There's always something wrong. Had, had to do a hate speech check. It's working. The hatred is powered up. We're good. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Good, good boy. Why do these things happen all the time? I don't know. Probably from commies. Hi, how are you? How's it going? It's, um, who cares? Who cares? Nobody's ever cared. Nobody cares. Middle of the week, middle of middle of a nightmare. I guess. Middle of the month. The Ides of Doom. Welcome back. I'm still, you know, a little more sensitive than usual. It the show goes on. I missed you. How, how you doing? How's it going out there? Yeah, nobody call uh, Jimmy Two Skidoos. You're gonna call me. V- Does Viva Fry have issues with that? Uh, it, it's something that happens. I don't know. That normally that's a new one. I've never seen that one before. Just uh, un, you know, basically unplugged my mic from from my my interface, and it doesn't matter. It's technical. No one asked. No one cares. Who am I talking to? Why, why am I explaining this? Literally no one cares at all. Can be dread. How are you? Thank you very much. Let's fucking go. He, the, Zay, Zay, or whatever. Gen- There's only two genders, so I'm going to go. I'm going to guess he. I only have a 50% chance of being wrong. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sean, how are you? This is looking right. Jeremy got hit by another shred of decency. I did? That's rare. I don't have many shreds of decency to... Maybe I could collect them. Maybe that's a good idea. That's I, I like that. Maybe I should try. Maybe you're right. Jimmy Two Screws. Hey, hey, it's Jimmy. How you doing? How you doing, Jimmy? You still got the two screws. I'm glad you got two. It's better than one. One's no good. You know, when you when you you know you try to drink whiskey and drive two screws, ride them at the same time. One leg on one, one leg on the other. You know, you can't do it. You need two. You can't do it with one. Three's too many screws. I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep doing that bit, uh, but um, you'll know when it's over because I'll stop doing it. <laughs> Drops a sense midweek. Hi, hi. How are you? Thank you very much. I saw a couple of guys over on uh, Odyssey as well. It streams there if you like to use that more so than the uh, YouTube alternative that hasn't banned me yet. This is the fifth channel. Um, I'll just make a sixth and a seventh, and I'll just keep doing it because every once in a while I saw a couple of people there in the chat that were brand new, don't really know what's going on, and now 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 they're ours. <laughs> That's the whole reason. It's the whole reason we do it just to just to bust more people out of the. Uh, uh, out of the gulag there. Um, but on Odyssey, is uh, all the links are on my social media page, RagingDistance.com. It's up there above my head somewhere, something like that. You can go there and, and get it if you want to use it. You can cast it to your TV and everything. AJB, uh, thank you for the... for the. T- I don't know what he sent me. Something. He sent me some kind of picture or something. I'm still getting used to this one. This is a different one. Different... Uh, is that you? Yeah, it's a, it become ungovernable. Yeah, you can send pictures as, as messages over there. Interesting. I like it. And the Reverend uh, Chad, I've missed you. How are you doing, sir? Been a little while. What does he say? Glad you got out, son. I can't do anything on Entropy anymore. Why not? Did they banish you? What's on my shirt? What is that? Get out of there. Did they banish you? 
What happened? What's going on? And Rumble, how are you? Ivy Chevy, how are you doing? She says, I missed you. You rock, buddy. Thank you very much. You guys do. Thank you very much for the support. It means a lot, and I do uh, require it. I am very much in... Yes. <laughs> Canvy says, I am a she indeed. See, I was wrong. I meant, I thought I, I had a 50% chance, and I... I ruined it. I've, I've ruined it. Sir Toast, we all know that under those beautiful dapper suits, he's wearing something that's flannel still, not just my underpants. I'm going to probably, I'll probably do casual Fridays or something, you know? Um, I do, I like the plaid shirts. It's just, you know, I'm evil now. I'm an evil supervillain that has, you know, thrown the nation into the depths of fear. We had to have, you know, martial law. There's sit pieces everywhere. Fifth Estate keeps calling me, wanting to come. Like, listen. I need to I need to play the part, okay? I can't be some kind of supervillain sitting around in pajama pants, you know, eating ice cream onto an old, you know, Toronto Maple Leaf shirt that I've had since I was 21 with all kinds of holes in it. It just doesn't have the same effect. You know? People aren't <laughs> Nobody nobody's going to nobody cares about that. So that so now we're doing this. Oh, and I got I got to take it easy on the, the energy drink. So I'm going to switch to a sugar. It's not that bad. They're just what is this one? Somebody got me onto these. Now I'm stuck on these these sugar water. Whatever. Whatever. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Nobody cares. All right, that's out of the way. How's everybody? How's everybody doing? If I get a hundred followers, honestly, I can move all my stuff off YouTube. Is that it? I don't know how many I have on there, but uh, we need more. We need more. We need more slaves. <laughs> a plaid suit. I do have one that kind of. It's not plaid, but it's you know, looks like something. Why is everybody laughing? What did Morgan say? Scared now. I'm scrolling up. I can't see it. I'm going to assume it was probably un- inappropriate because that's most of what she said. You can't. I can't take it anywhere. <laughs> Maybe she didn't say anything. I don't know. We're talking about nothing. We're talking about nothing. I need to get on. Get on with the nonsense here. How's it, how's it going? I've said that so many times. I, I promise I'll stop any minute now. Any minute now. Where are we in the world? Well, we're we're doing World War Three. It looks like um, because why wouldn't we? It's only, we're only following the same pattern as always, the same uh, situation as always, the same kind of negligence, the same kind of uh, dopey, that'll never happen, bro, attitudes that, that uh, you know, were prevalent before the First and Second World War, before every great uh, catastrophe. That's, this boat could never sink, bro. It's the Titanic. It's unsinkable. You know, this kind of idiotic um, mentality has always, always led to the doom. Um, so, you know, that's, oh, what is she, what is she doing? She's sending me, sending me dirty messages. Morgan, I'm trying to work. <laughs> it's always led to our doom. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'll just be trying to get out of the way. Uh, it would be nice if people would be alerted to these kinds of things. But, hey, the censorship continues, and that's why, uh, that's why they do it. Because nobody can get in the way of the giant money-making machine, which is what it really is. Very few wars in history have ever been fought for, for good reasons or necessary reasons or reasons that are beneficial to the, you know advancement, enrichment, betterment of the lives of the people that fighting them, or even just a, even just a stone-cold preservation of their existence. In fact, you know, that's how they always sell it. You have to sell it a certain way. It's they hate us for our freedoms, and they, they're going to invade, they're going to take everything, they're going to take the women away, they're going to, whatever they're going to do. It's never true. It's ne- almost never true. And, um, this case is uh, no different. All kinds of you know things that we knew to be true are all coming out. It's a lot of, a lot of things that are, uh, we knew to be true, but never really had formal confirmation of uh as all rapidly being unveiled at the same time which i find uh, is cute so we're really just uh 
It's marching headfirst into that. No one really wants to talk about it or oppose it or anything because that's just unpopular. We, you know, we got to stand with Ukraine, the, the great money laundering machine, the great washing machine for Western oligarchs and their money is what's really going on there. We got to protect that at all costs, do we? Sure, uh, sure we do. Um, so yeah, that's because we all, uh, that's because we're all crazy. This is, this has hit the, this is the new thing. This is the new thing. A few of you guys have noticed it. Psychosis. If you go and Google the term psychosis, which previously meant, uh, basically you're in a state of, um, you're in a state of detached reality. You're, you're in a psychosis. You think, you're, you know, ninjas are coming to get you or something. You know, you're, you're I, I drug-induced psychosis or a marijuana-induced psychosis where birds aren't real and I'm a federal agent and so on. You know, uh, psychosis. However, if you go to Google now and, and, and type it in, it says psychosis is a term used to describe when people lose some contact with reality. True. Common symptoms of psychosis are hearing voices or having strong beliefs that are not shared by people within your community. Hmm. That's okay. Now we're getting a little wobbly. Not shared by. Okay. For example, you may be worried that the government is trying to harm you and your loved ones. Come again? Pardon, excusez? Sacrible! What? For example, you may be worried that the government is trying to harm you and your loved ones. Yes, that is a, that is a concern. That means that you have a, you're in a psychosis. Then, I guess that's normal because Google is, uh, you know, clearly, uh, you know, a, a beacon of free speech, a bastion of um, of, of humanity, of of civil rights, of human dignity, all of that stuff. Google's all about it. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of censorship, this uh, happened over the last. Um, 24 to 48 hours. Um, I haven't really used this site for a long time because it just was cumbersome and difficult to operate and uh, nothing really uh, could get uploaded. They never really did get their live streaming uh, stuff off the ground. Regardless, uh, BitChute has done a lot of good work in, in preserving what was what was once upon a time a pretty uh, pretty wide open Wild West internet um, where people could share ideas and, and different points of view and different uh, alternative uh, discussions could be could be had and people really kind of open their minds to a lot of uh, different things and a lot of people got educated in an informal way, uh, but they you know said it was misinformation it had to be banished and just because it's not the way the government wants you to think so um, you know Bitshoot picked up a lot of that traffic from YouTube and hosted on its own platform but lo and behold as if it was right on uh, right on time and this is what's um, this is what's going to happen to you and me probably much sooner than you. But uh, this will start to happen to more people uh, outside of uh, businesses first. Um, the debanking process. This is obviously you saw some of this with the trucker convoy in Canada, in Ottawa, over the past couple of months, and uh, and, and since the and since uh, February, people had their bank accounts uh, frozen, uh, funds seized. To this day, still accounts closed. Even I had one person trying to uh, uh, collect uh, you know, funds for me for for, uh, for for legal funds, and the bank terminated her account. <laughs> Just said, yeah, we're just gonna. So, th- so that's the state of things now. They're gonna start debanking uh, people as another means of like, well, you you shouldn't have been a Nazi then, you bigot. We'll just take your bank account away. Okay, fine. We'll just keep radicalizing people and, and making it more uh, clearer than ever that there's only um, there's only two paths you can do here. You can, you can do full and total blanket submission to the state and give them everything that they want. Comply with everything. Never raise your voice. Never even look outside. You know your your uh, Designated viewing area. Observe only what's right in front of you, one foot in front of the other, straight down the path, the gilded path to slavery, and nothing else. You go outside of that, well, we're going to cancel you. We're going to take all, all your things. We're going to cancel your bank account. We're going to take your job. We're going to turn your kids against you. Maybe we'll take you to the fucking hospital 
and we'll lock you up and say you're crazy. Maybe you've got psychosis. Hello there. Would appear you have some kind of psychosis you're suffering from, Clarice. What's the matter? You think the government's after you? You think there's some kind of treachery afoot? You think perhaps there's some kind of plot by billionaires to enrich their power and centralize their control, do you? At your expense? Of course, that's just lunacy. Only a crazy person would find Clarice. I'm afraid you're all just a bunch of odious oh, dirtbags. <laughs> you're all just insane. Uh, you know, so now BitChute's been... Uh, lost all, seized all their money. HSBC has terminated their accounts and so on. This, I think they're in the United Kingdom, so... United Kingdom's a little, a couple of years ahead of us in terms of complete and flat-out uh, censorship and madness, so... Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes with them in the near future. Not going to go well, I don't think. Uh, Sertosis, we all know... I got that one already. My bad brothers. Uh, CRJ, how are you? He says, sugar water. He's becoming a hummingbird! Prepare for a violent darting action and, and high-pitched chirps. Vi- violent action and violent invasions of Poland and uh, and and reclamation of the um, of the Alsace-Lorraine territory. Um, also... <laughs> The the Sudetenland, I've got my eyes on that. <laughs> Short and long. Says if the Russians hate us for our freedoms, they better hurry the fuck up, as the freedoms are going to be gone soon. Yeah. No Russians have ever caused me any problems, uh, and yet we are uh, instructed to hate them and revile them uh, at all costs, and, and up to and including the, the, the cost of potentially the, the lives of your own children and loved ones. Because, hey, billionaires are fighting, you know, and they... Uh, they they need to they need to you know have their assets protected and they're going to trick you into doing it and I say this again as someone I'm I'm not talking out of school here I did fourteen and a half mili- military years years in the military um, I am a veteran of the war on terror the global war on terror the guat <laughs> and um, I'm just going to say on behalf of quite a few of us ah it was horseshit it was pointless. And uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I would much rather have all of our guys back here alive, walking around, enjoying their lives with their friends and family and their children, loved ones, and so on, than have them uh, dead and buried in, into dust in the ground for a cause no one understands, no one can explain, no one can justify. And in fact, when it all fell down in real time around us on live television, as people were scrambling for their lives, uh, you know, being blown up, shot, killed, and hacked to pieces on the streets of Kabul by the Taliban, uh, we all were just, you know, we're just not going to look at that. We're just going to look away. We're just going to look away at the massive dumpster fire, the legacy that is the, the lives and, and, uh, and souls of, of countless young men and women across the Western world were poured into this uh, bottomless pit of a quagmire. Look away, good people. Look away. Don't pay any attention to that. In fact, we want you to pay attention to Ukraine now. We've got a new quagmire, a new pointless waste of time, a new meat grinder, and a new money-making opportunity for Lockheed Martin, for General Dynamics. We're going to make so much money here. I don't like it. I'm a little upset about it. You know, I don't know if you can tell. Um, <laughs> catching up on some of these messages here. A little bit lost, a little bit turned around. Uh, now I forgot I was on I was on to something. And I lost it. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get it back. So there's a... Uh, I'll just run it. So we got the war stuff, the Elon Musk stuff. They're all coming after him. They're, the zombies are coming after him um, in a big way because he's uh, threatening their, their reality, really. Um, it is what it is. It is what it looks like. You know, there's a lot of um, 
rabbits maybe being formed or a lot of uh paranoia it's almost uh it's it's fear induced it's abuse induced is what it is that's what i that's that's how i, w- I would define it it's abuse a lot of people have been abused so much um by the, by the lies and the trickery and and the, and the false flag here fake story there Syrian gas attacks over here, a little bit of WMDs over there, no such thing as Russian, you know, it was the Russians, there is no Hunter Biden laptop back there, and so on. People are a little gun-shy, and they're a little concerned that uh, everything is fake, and everything is some kind of move in a game, and everybody's in on everything. That's uh, that's probably normal. That's um, almost reflective of, of, tr- of a traumatic uh, anxiety disorder. For example, uh, people that are suffering from from PTSD and stuff in, in, in war or the military, uh, tend to, once you've had somebody try and take your life uh, you know, violently, and it, you know, close call, because um, that's where PTSD comes from. It doesn't come from reading mean tweets. PTSD does not come from uh, listening to other people in combat on the radio. It doesn't come from people hurting your feelings. It comes from being traumatized uh, because someone tried to fucking murder you uh, or, or you know, violated you in extreme, rape victims, for example. Something really traumatic and horrible has happened. So then the, uh, as a defense mechanism, the human brain tends to then perceive threats everywhere, even when they don't exist, just as an overcompensation to protect you. You know, guys come back uh, home and they, they don't like being in crowds, b- big crowds. They don't like going to the grocery store. They don't like to drive on the right-hand side of the road because that's where the bombs are. We had to drive in the center of the road and so on. So then you start creating this, uh, this, this bubble, this, this panic anxiety where you see problems and threats everywhere. Now that, I think, is what happened, is, is, has been what's happened to the general public as a result of all of the bullshit over the past 10, 20 years, 30, 40, 50, back to JFK and before then. And the problem is this uh, COVID narrative, these lies that are now being exposed by, you know, in no small part to, to Elon Musk's efforts, but um, as, as, as much so as all of many of you people out there working diligently on their own independent efforts to reveal this uh, kind of thing, um, they've noticed that something is wrong and then when they start going uh, to dig through the the evidence it turns out this isn't an isolated incident it turns out that this um narrative uh framing and and chaperoning of thinking and making sure people are playing inside the thought lines has been going on for a very long time and once you notice that once you understand that uh then everything starts to become questionable uh, right so that can that's an issue and and that's why a lot of people think every every everything's a conspiracy i'm scared of it birds aren't real you know it, it gets crazy um and I, I think that's probably that's probably why so you know be cognizant of that and try not to get taken in by absolutely you know uh, everything out there and the reason i mentioned that, a lot of that anyway is because uh you know Musk, oh, Elon Musk said this. I saw him doing the eye thing once, and I think he owns a factory that, you know, one of the Rothschilds has a spare cabin, you know, next to it. Or I don't, you know what I mean? They, still, they look for it everywhere where it may not exist or it may be, I mean, you you got 5% of the information and you're trying to draw a complete picture of 100% with 5% of the intelligence. You're never going to get it right. But I do know he's pissing a lot of people off, a lot of the people that I don't like, and I like it when they're pissed off, so... So far, so good uh, for me. for me. In my opinion, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with what he's doing. I think he's. Uh, I look forward to more more screeching heads and explosions of minds. Uh, Chet Chisholm, uh, thank you very much, man. He says, if you haven't seen Andrew Bridgen speak about vaccine injuries in the United Kingdom Parliament yet, I implore you to go watch it. I have not seen that, I don't think. Rate of injury in kids is staggering. Dr. John Campbell has it posted on his YouTube. Haven't seen it. I'll uh, make a mental note of it that I'll probably forget, but uh, I'm sure I'll run into it sooner or later during my 
nightly, you know, I'm like Batman of the internet. I just swoop around at night, viewing, observing all kinds of different channels and crazy places. I'm on, you know, I'll, I'll go from CNN and BBC and CBC all the way to 4chan and back again and everything in between. And I'm just like gliding over the whole mess. Like, my God, look at it. You know, <laughs> I'm sure it'll pop up. I'll probably see it eventually. Uh, uh, David Lopan says Canadian anticorruptionleague.org a good guy I know needs a hundred more signatures to form a political party would mean a lot to him or just check out his site well there you go free advertising only cost you three dollars David Lopan <laughs> uh, Godzilla Unchained says just to clarify with your audience and feds monitoring Ragecast 284 the stakeholders of the Dagalon Economic Forum and my fellow administrators of Free Canada win assume no responsibility for the coming thermonuclear annihil- annihilation of the planet FreeCanada.win does not express any, uh, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Takes no responsibility for any of the impacts or results uh, of your ignorant political standing. Voting for death yields results that you and you alone will absorb. It's not our fault! We didn't do it! It wasn't me! And I'm, I'm not, I, I won't stand for this. <laughs> I said the other, speaking of political parties, um, I, you know, there's so many people that are really far behind. Um, one guy, people that were sharing around earlier, they're like, what is, is this guy? He He's like five years behind. Um, and again, this is a result of the delayed uh, onset reaction of, of getting a, a noticing, noticing there's something wrong with the Matrix. And he's on level one. Level one is like, we just got to get the libs out. That's like kindergarten. That's baby level understanding of how things work and what's going on. Appreciation of the problem. It's so much more complex than that. Um that's like, uh, you know, post-iceberg Titanic. He's like, we just got to get on the lifeboats. Like, actually, a uh, little bit of a problem there. It's a little more, if, if only it was that simple, hey? And it's not. It's uh, much more complicated than that. Um, however, there is a tendency because that's just the way it's, it's, it's like a, it's the approved, the approved arena of, of thinking of opinions of of political you know mental combat is left side right side blue team red team you know that's it commies nazis one of which one that, that's the only uh, that's it that's all there is um so they so they they do it because it's easy and they think we just got to get the lips out i said <laughs> this mentality this level of thinking is like I, I go to Scotiabank. that's the bank that i have that will debank me very soon i'm sure and i've got several other ones that i've I have several banks <laughs> because I'm trying to anticipate this. Um, however, that's like uh, to stick it to the bank. I'm going to show these bankers. I'll show you, Scotia Bank. I'm going to take all my accounts and I'm going to go across the street to the Royal Bank of Canada. I'm going to go to Bank of Montreal. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to. I'm taking all my money out of Bank of America and I'm going to Wells Fargo. I'm going to JP. Oh yeah, that'll show them. That'll show them. I'm going to leave this casino game and go to a different casino game. That'll show the casino. Uh, yes, very good. Again, it's like a childlike understanding of the city. Well, what are we supposed to do? Well, you can't win by playing a rigged game. I know that's for sure. And that's the way uh, That's the way it's been for the last, uh, last little while. Maybe not even more than a little while, I would say. Uh, let's see. All caught up here? I think so. I think so. All right, so the president's crazy. America's out of control. Um, they're still pressing the gun ban stuff there. People flooding over the border in record numbers than ever. Trump's more a little, uh, uh, not ban or whatever he had is there. That's set to expire next week, and it's going to get real crazy then. 
Real crazy. Turns out NATO always did want the war with Ukraine, as we've always, uh, you know, again, actions and words and so on. Uh, the normies, the NPC zombies, they listen to the words. Uh, they don't watch the actions because they're too busy eating cheese on their couch and watching celebrities jerk each other off. Uh, the censorship campaign in Canada continues as one of the most authoritarian countries in the Western world, expands its reach, and it tightens its grip on the people that live here. Dr. Roger Hodkinson is quite uh, upset and pissed off. He's unbanned, and uh, as are a lot of people. And uh, the, there's going to be an explosion of uh, confrontations here uh, on the Internet and elsewhere uh, very, very soon as a result of, well, Twittergate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what else? Yeah, there's probably more. Social credit score, you know, uh, authoritarian nightmare. Nobody can afford to live anywhere. Government is funding research to uh, attack people and uh, make them make them look like uh, make them look like terrorists and so on. But uh, you know, at least we're winning. Definitely, if you're a fan of the you know the people of Ukraine, a country you've probably most normies have never heard of, can't find on a map, couldn't name two or three cities or even a single person from that country that they've they've ever been made aware of that isn't uh, Volodymyr Zelensky or what's the heavyweight champ's name, the boxer. I already forgot his name. <laughs> you know, outside of that, they're, oh, they're getting you know Ukrainian tattoos. They're you know I'm I'm mortgage my children. I'm gonna cut up my own children and. M- farm their organs on the black market and then send all that money to Ukraine because Slava Ukraine because the TV told me so. Yeah, it's going really well over them. This is a real, this is a Ukrainian government uh, uh, run page, Defense of Ukraine and Defense You on Twitter. It says, Render unto God that which belongs to God and unto the enemy that which is of the enemy. Beware, enemy. You'll get what the witch wants. Volunteers dressed as witches sending our love to this to our soldiers and the dot, 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 opposite dot, 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 to your enemy. Oh, goodness. This is how you know you're winning. When your government has enlist, enlisted the help of witchcraft to uh, defeat... <laughs> Victory is imminent. imminent. This is where all your billions and billions of dollars is going, Canada. That's why your rent is $2,000 a month on average. This is why you can't get a job. This is why uh, This is why everything costs so much and inflation and the gas prices and all of that. It's because, hey, we, we got to fund the witchcraft brigade. This is how, look, this woman's holding a skull. Is that the skull? Hey, remember that video of the, the Ukrainian soldiers committing war crimes and boiling the heads of, of Russian soldiers in a pot? I think that's that skull. That one looks familiar. You know, I, I have a good memory for, for horrifying uh, imagery, and I think that's it. This woman, oh, maybe this is the one that cut her heads off with the swords. This is, I think, just a woman. Is she, her broomstick maybe is invisible. I can't quite tell, but it does look like she's trying to climb some kind of pole. Anyway, and this woman, look, she can just make fire. She can just throw fire out of her hands. So what possible hopes does the Russian Federation have when you've got, you know, wind, fire, uh, swords, war crimes? With our powers combined, we are the witches of the Ukraine. Very nice. I'm, I'm sure. We need more money. Send send more money, everybody. Canada, America, everybody. We need to get in there. We need to send them our money. There's no other way. We Ukraine needs us, our help to live. I. T- I mean, it's comical on a whole other level. Two eighty four. Thank you for coming back. Let's uh, let's get to the fucking. Let's get to the not-vaccine-related strokes and heart attacks, shall we? Cheers, guys.
Junior dude from Ontario says, go to the First Nations Bank of Canada. If I could find one. David Lopez says, the gun bans are part of the UN Sustainable Goals. That's, yes, they are. That's why Biden and uh, Justine are going crazy. There's a whole section of the goals about disarming nations to be sustainable. Smaller peeping knows. He knows, but he'll never say it. He'll never say it out loud. Come and get it. Sertosis, dear God, the video of the coach is playing in the corner wherever you show your screen. The video of the coach in the corner. Uh, oh, that's just a, that's just kind of a, a looping video of some, some footage from the protest. That wasn't even... I just added the audio. I'm explaining the whole thing. No one has any idea what we're talking about. It's just me and Sir Toast understand what's going on right now. So it's a very intimate moment you're having there. Um, a taco full of beans. What's going on there? Wait, what? No, it's not. Is it? Hang on. difference between winning and losing. No, it's not. Is there? It shouldn't be. Like there's a, it's not playing, is it? The audio is playing every time. He says, is it really? Oh, why can't I hear it? That's odd. That is very disturbing and upsetting. Hmm. Let's let's explore. There's always an issue. There's always some kind of issue here. Hey, let's uh, let's explore this now. I'm gonna do an experiment. Why in the name of God? It shouldn't be. It should be totally muted, but it is not. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how we fix it. I'm just gonna get rid of it. I'm just gonna send it right right back to hell where it belongs. And then, uh, yeah, that's annoying. That's damn. That would have been. Uh, so that's been playing the whole time. Ah, uh, well, you know, you learn something new every day. I can't. <laughs> I can't hear any of it. I need a, you know, this is what happens. You get what you pay for, guys. Uh, let's see. Let's just throw this in here. There. All better. That's better. Now we're, no, no. What are we doing? We're just doing this now. This should, that should work. <laughs> That's so frustrating. This always happens. This always happens. How about now? Are we good now? It should be. There's no audio. I don't know why it does this. There's no exp- there's no reason for this. Who is coming in here and sabotaging things at night? I don't know. I no one else comes down here. No one uses this machine besides me. No one does anything. Philip, I don't know if it's you. Is it the ghost? Is it Colbert? Is it Billy Bob? Stop blaming things on me. I'll blame whoever the hell I want to. Um, but you know, things are unplugged, unsynced, deconnected, decoupled. Up, you know, for no reason. I turn it off. I leave. I come back. Completely different system. You got to start all over again. Makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. At least we didn't deal with this for three hours. Um, just the opening, you know, amount of time, which is more than enough for people to go, oh God, this is a mess and then leave. So I've definitely, that's good. It's good to say, but it's self sabotage is, uh, is good. At least I'm not randomly muting. Well, that, that's, <laughs> that was an old problem we had to solve as well. That cer- certainly should be under control. So, cer- so thank you, Mr. Toast for bringing it. I'm glad that it, you know, I owe you $3. Dear God, the video of the coach is playing in the corner whenever you show your screen. Uh, I was just trying to, you know, just trying to do something interesting and, you know, turned it to be a disaster. I have no idea. I'll I'll worry about it later. I'm already, my brain has already thrown everything in the garbage what I was going to do this evening. And now I'm like, how the fuck? Oh, Lord. I'll just have to re-export the video with no, with no audio. That, fine, fine. I'll do that. I don't, I'm very sorry, Sir Toast. I didn't realize it would come to this. Sean M says, didn't the Nazis do the occult thing too? Some of them. Heinrich uh, Himmler was, was pretty out of his mind. And was really into some pretty crazy stuff. 
He was uh, he could he could speak telepathically. At least it wasn't porn, says people on YouTube. At least would that have been better? Would that have been worse? It should be not illegal. I'm not going to say it should be illegal because that's maybe a little too far. But the fact that you can just get pornography for free with like a couple of clicks that anyone can just like I mean eight nine year old kids are watching hardcore porn now and it's free. That's insane. That shouldn't you can't get tobacco or alcohol for free. So why can you get this equally uh, similarly you know soul destroying uh, um uh, products for free. Why is that? Why is that? It should be. It should be against the law that it's free. It should be like a mandatory. You got to sign up and pay money for this because you know what nine and ten year olds don't have credit cards. Okay, so that's one way uh, that 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 should be mitigated and dealt with. That's. But that's uh, that's something else. So we'll talk about that in another story. Enough about yeah. Zach Frisbee says, but enough about TikTok. Enough about old Twitter. Speaking of you know child pornography. Enough about old Twitter. I'll uh, we'll deal with this first. It's because you know America's just so fun. Uh, the president has fired the kinky they-them luggage-stealing nuke official. Who could have imagined that this would go wrong? I can't imagine a situation where this person uh, would have been uh, the, the wrong choice, the wrong hiring choice. Um, they-them are, they-them is, is R slash fired. Oh, boy. Oh, man. You know, definitely mentally stable. Totally uh, should be a representative of the one of the most powerful countries in the history of the human race. Having been accused of stealing luggage from two airports in uh, two separate incidents, uh, the president's non-binary deputy assistant uh, secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition has left the administration. Oh, that's so sad. Department of Energy spokesperson said mon- on Monday evening, uh, this is apparently their name, Sam Brenton, is no longer a DOE employee. By law, the Department of Energy cannot comment further on personnel matters. The White House has repeatedly refused to comment on the scandal, claiming it is a non-political issue. Yes, you just hired a crazy person that steals luggage at airports despite making $200,000 a year. Who could have, uh, who, who could have, who could have seen it? Me, but they're they're worried about other more important things. You know that that was just a one off. This is a one off. There's no disconnect. It's not like the president and the the administration or the White House or anything is totally detached from reality. Has been completely infected by the mind virus and has just departed all the way all the way down the toilet bowl into into commie psycho land or anything. Drag queen invited by the president to the White House previously tweeted, "Quote: Kids are out to sing and suck d." Uh, yes, I see. Drag queen activist Marty Cummings celebrated his invitation to the event on Monday by tweeting, To be a non-binary drag artist invited to the White House is something I never imagined would happen. Me either. Uh, thank you, President and Dr. Biden. Uh, it must be his wife, I think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Jill's a doctor. It's good. It's good. Joey needs a doctor. For inviting me to this historic bill signing... Grateful doesn't begin to express the emotions I feel. That's great. That's really, that's how America, you know, takes its place back in the world. Although Cummings has his account on uh, private, other Twitter users were able to uncover previous tweets made by the activist, one of which said, kids are out to sing and suck D. Uh, And then says, anyone who thinks drag isn't for children is wrong. Um, Nope. No, they're not wrong. You're uh, disgusting. Uh, here's another. He wants to perform with us next year. This, which looks like a five-year-old child surrounded by obese men. I'm not showing you that picture. I don't need to see it. Um, Cummings also appeared in a music video called "Show Me Your Dick," 
which includes erect penises flashing up on the screen. Excellent. This is who we need. It's not, it's not about sexuality. It's about teaching kids. Really? Really? Since the left likes to play this, the guilt association game so much and say, well, you did this six years ago and you did it. Well, hey, what's good for the goose and good for the gander and so on. Um, maybe maybe uh, as someone who's performing for children shouldn't be in music videos called Show Me Your Dick. Uh, it's just a thought. Just maybe we could move on from that, but I mean, you know. That's hate! Mm-hmm. It's a way to bring people together. Kids just want to hear their favorite stories about dicks, apparently. Keep spreading hate, because I'm going to keep spreading joy with his dick. Apparently with his dick. Uh, media outlets responded hysterically when Donald Trump unwittingly met-accused anti-Semite Nick Fuentes at his Mar-a-Lago mansion a few weeks ago. Will any of them relax similarly to this? Don't hold your breath. No. No, they won't. Who cares? <laughs> He may accused anti-Semite. He, Fuentes would probably just be like, yes, you know, <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck, which is amazing. Uh, you know, you love you love to see it, and Biden still... Uh, anyway, let's just say, we'll just hear from Paul for the rest of it. A new report reveals that Joe Biden snapped at someone for oh. pointing out his age. Having turned 80 last month, the US president told an ally, quote, you don't think I know how effing old I am? Can't imagine him launching into one of those intense angry rants and saying that, can't you? Not more, fewer. If re-elected, Biden would be 86 years old by the time he completed his second term in office. A close friend who's known Biden for Good. decades told The Telegraph that the president's clutch has slipped a little. Another former a little. White House senior official said Biden shouldn't run again. Asserting that it was time for a Democrat nominee from the next generation. If Biden goes up against Trump again, his age won't be much of a talking point because Trump himself is 76. However, if Biden faces off against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, there'll be a 36-year age gap. DeSantis would likely run rings around Biden in the presidential debates, and that's why prominent Democrats have been secretly lobbying for virtually the entirety of 2022 to get Biden off the ticket. The awkward moments where Biden gets lost on stage or just wanders off in the wrong direction. Keep coming. Another such embarrassment <laughs> took place yesterday when Biden suddenly turned to a random group of people behind him and told them not to jump. Standing behind me are dozens of plaintiffs. Up there, don't jump. What? Dozens of plaintiffs. Mm, bit weird, mate. He's made the same comment before numerous times, including to Paralympic athletes and cancer survivors. And I want to thank all of you the cancer patients, survivors, caregivers, and don't jump from up there, okay? I, what, what? Yeah, not getting any funny. He's really afraid of people jumping. It's really a big problem, worry for him, it seems. Here is it. Is old Uncle Joe going to be fit to run in 2024? Let me know what you think in the comments below. No! Absolutely. He wasn't fit to run the first time. He wasn't fit to run the first time. And continuing this pattern of complete disassociation from reality and uh, hypocrisy on not just a global scale but a galactic scale i mean a hypocrisy so strong so so pure really it uh it, it, it's like the 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 heisenberg breaking bad crystal meth quality of hypocrisy it is a shining example for all hypocrites to look up to and aspire to to, to perhaps be i hope i can be as hypocritical as that someday that even even the light of the sun doesn't shine on the darkness of my soul. That's how hypocritical um, they they are, and, and they continue to be. 
and uh, you know, America, Canada, United Kingdom, they're all the same. It's all a bunch of scum everywhere. So the, this, this wonderful president, uh, he says, the U.S. has moral obligation to tighten gun laws in a statement commemorating the Sandy Hook shooting massacre. Now, isn't this the guy, a moral obligation, and why we need, to, we need gun laws because, you know, less, less guns, less dead people. We're trying to protect people. Is that what we're doing? We're trying to save lives. Didn't you just release the merchant of death? Didn't, didn't, you, just make, didn't you just release the biggest arms trafficker in the history of the world? But you're going to protect people from guns now. I mean, this is, oh, he's smelling at someone's head. That's great. Oh, he said Wednesday the United States should have societal guilt from not passing meaningful, meaningful gun control legislation a full decade after blah, 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 blah. You should have societal guilt for the warlords that you've armed, for the people that you've killed unceremoniously at the stroke of a pen with drones all over the Middle East and Africa. You should have societal guilt for the generational wars that you have uh, pushed, supported, advertised for in Iraq, in Afghanistan, again, all over Africa and the Middle East. Generational. It is 21, 22 years of this now. Do you have societal guilt for the millions of people that died in those endeavors? Because you're all about saving lives and protecting people, aren't you? It's disgusting. It is hypocrisy on a level. I mean, they need to make a new word for this. Hypocrisy is when you're like, hey, guys, don't drink sugar as I drink a sugary drink. That's hypocrisy. What is this? No one knows. This is a whole new level. And and it's it's so insidious because obviously the uh obviously the entire point is simply to just disarm the population as is across the western world. Because again, these people all belong to the same club that you and I are not in. And one of the, as someone mentioned earlier, the sustainable development goals of the United Nations is what uh, Smarter PP and the conservatives have signed on to in Canada a long time ago and still support. And when you confront them about it and ask them in public, like uh, you know, my friend uh, Mark Friesen did, they act like, I've never heard of that. What are you talking Societal sustainable what now? Who? I don't know anything about that. I've never heard of that. Really? So you're not reading the things you sign or you just... Like e- either way, that's alarming, dude. It's it's a bit of a problem, bro. I had to screw with my volume settings here to turn this up so you can you can hear this. This is um this is a this is Canada. This is a government expert, an ex an expert in guns. Uh, they're gonna they're talking about uh, doing some legislation here as well. Let's watch. <laughs> Listen to this piece of work here. Because I have a shotgun, 22 gauge that I use for Tyrogan. She has a shotgun and a 22 gauge. <clears throat> Everyone that doesn't know anything about guns is just like, I don't, I don't get it. Trust me, you don't want to get it. Um, let's continue. Uh, they're traditional guns that I've had. Uh, and traditional I- guns. <laughs> many hunters that have the if if you have a break action uh those guns aren't on the list percent of hunters actually use 
Audio's a little bit chopped up there, but she's just throwing out random terms that she doesn't know anything about. Break action, 22 gauge, hunting and traditional, and I'm, I'm an expert. I'm an expert. You look like you're an expert again. Don't know the reason. Don't know the cause. Doesn't matter. But I have noticed, and noticing is racist. We know that. That uh, many of these so-called experts, government experts and, and, and people we need to be listening to, um, their primary expertise, especially when it comes to health, seems to be in consuming trans fats and different varieties of cheeses. It seems to be in not moving around very much and consuming vast quantities of calories. That seems to be generally... The uh, you can tell by the disappearing neckline here. That seems to be the expert level of, of these people. Maybe maybe as they're busy with their twenty-two gauge uh, expert break action <laughs> traditional hunting uh, gun apparatus. <laughs> she likes to enjoy likes to enjoy an ice cream bowl or two. Oh my god! And you know, disarm the people. They don't care. They don't. They just know that's the that's the objective, and it's being pushed from higher. They don't ask questions. They just carry it out. They just carry it out. Like all these doctors just blindly carried it out. All these cops just blindly carried out. Just doing my job. There is a there is an epidemic of there is a pandemic of just doing my job of people not thinking of not asking questions, not examining the situation, and not daring, not having the guts, not f- growing a spine, and you. Using it um, to to do the right thing. It's so funny too because we've had every advantage, every every opportunity. There, there has never in history been less excuses um, to 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 be ignorant. Okay, we have so much access to knowledge, history, libraries, the internet, your phone. Everybody's walking around with one of these in their hand, and basically anything that is known by human beings is accessible on one of these. So we have every reason to. To know better. Stories of, of things like this, of of, of, of authoritarian of, of times of authoritarianism, of, of mob think, group think, um, how it's always wrong. That is the consequences are always disastrous, and yet we engage in it anyway. Um, because again, despite having this unprecedented level of access to, to, to knowledge, an unprecedented level of access to information, there's also an unprecedented level of sloth-like behavior, of lazy, fat, bloated, entitled, elitist bureaucrats that uh, don't give a shit, and neither do their constituents, and there's so many people that just don't care. There's a, there's a pandemic of apathy, especially in Canada, but all across the Western world and across much of the world, really, and uh, that is what's going to destroy us. That's what's destroyed a lot already. Collector Dudulo, how are you? Uh, says, is there a rage cast this Friday before ungovernable? I get double overtime Friday nights. I think so. I probably will. Uh, I probably will for for those. Of you, I'll just take a chance to you know promote this quickly. Some of the guy again. <clears throat> thank you to very much to my uh, uh, friends that threw this together while I was uh, in the clink this this Saturday. There's going to be a 12 hour um, sort of a telethon you know fundraiser uh uh for my for my legal fees here um if you go to i i I wish somebody else would advertise this i feel gross doing it but um i also don't want to ignore their efforts and i I very much appreciate it so it's going to be 12 hours uh you can go to free jeremymckenzie.com and uh there is a link there if you want to send uh, a couple of dollars, I'd appreciate it. It's a list of all kinds of people that are going to be uh, showing up here over the 12-hour period. Oh, Sam's coming? Cool. Um, I'll probably pop in at some stage. But that's going to be Saturday, this Saturday, at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, 
mega super duper long stream. Traditionally, I used to do these twelve hour Diagabol streams. Diag- Diag- this would have been Diagabol two, but those are in January. Maybe I still will. You don't know that I won't. Nobody really knew. Nobody knew if I, how long I was going to be in jail or if I was going to get out and so on. So they, this was their their efforts to try try and help me, and I and I appreciate it. So that's this Saturday at eleven a.m. Eastern. I'll probably share the link uh, on Telegram and. And so on. And please go get that app. I mean, not not for... I have no stake in Telegram. I'm not making any money on it or anything. But it is the far and away premier uh, information sharing platform on social media that is pretty pretty much uh, unmolested at this point. If you're on Facebook, you can, things will be erased around you. You won't even know. It's curated... You, you know, you're being pipe-fed acceptable information from the powers of be. YouTube is banning things constantly. Google, obviously, we all know what kind of a mess Twitter is. You know, so you've got, um, what do I got up there? Odyssey, not bad. You can check that out. Gab as well. I have a page there as well. Check that out. It's kind of a, a decent little Facebook competitor. And, uh, and, uh, and Rumble as well. All the things that, that you can get. But Telegram, also, that's how I uh, communicate most directly with them. Because I'm banned for life uh, from Twitter as a person. As a human being, I am not allowed to have a Twitter account. That's, you know, I know that sounds, that's that's how it is. That's how it be, uh, right? So the, stop supporting these platforms. To start supporting, you know, people like, I wish there was a not, an uncucked, you know, less gay version. There is. They exist. And the only way they're ever going to succeed and get bigger and, and, and be more... Uh, functional and, and more relevant is if people use them uh you can't just sit there and complain how, how bad everything is and then while staying on you know all the, the the legacy platforms that are that are dying so i very much uh encourage you to go check those out uh anyway yeah telegram t.me slash raging dissident ii links are all on the website that's where you're going to find uh, the updates and links to everything as well as uh, i have a Substack uh page that i haven't uh updated or posted much to yet uh recently but i will soon um, you can uh, help support me there if you if you like. I'll probably I'll put it maybe once a month. I'll do like a paywall article. You know, you're gonna have to pay me the six dollars or five dollars or whatever it is to read it. But generally, it's it's just for especially anything relevant that I that I think you guys need to know about or, or maybe you're interested to know about. I'm not gonna hide it behind a paywall. I'll put it out there for you. It's it's so it's it's on one hand it's sort of a Substack, but it's also on the other hand basically a newsletter and a means of me to you know get a message out to people quickly if I if I need to. Uh, it goes right into your inbox. You get an email. Bing bang boom there it is so there's two ways Substack, telegram that's how uh for now until i'm kicked off of those but that's how that's how you can kind of keep up with it for now till it till i'm banned from that also sergeant rock says criminals always obey the laws so more gun laws will fix everything fuck how stupid are these people my dog is smarter than the pm and i would trust sleepy joe to clean the cast litter box once a day Van City Mountaineers is uh, great to see you back, bro. Thank you very much, sir. Hope you're doing well. The, again, the gun thing is not new. It's not something that's gone away. It's it's been a slow creeping um, attempt at at uh, disarming the population for decades. And uh, it's just uh, the closer they get, they're they're sprinting towards the finish line now. They're very close to getting, um, you know, more than ever. This was a conspiracy theory when I started doing this, you know, three, four, five years ago. That'll never happen, bro. We've got the CCFR, bro. We are doing lawsuits and we've got petitions and we are 
holding signs and so on. And I said, none of that is going to matter. Uh, they don't care. They don't care because your arguments are bullshit. No one cares about my sport shooting or my recreational hunting and blah, blah, blah. These are not compelling arguments to the average person on the street. Doesn't doesn't dissuade them one way or another. They don't feel like, why should I care about that? Why does the average yuppie NPC normie in Toronto give two shits about your rights to own firearms in Alberta, Saskatchewan, BC, Interior, and so on? They don't. They don't care. Uh, but you need them to care. You need them to understand why it is so that they will oppose this kind of legislation. And your strategy is to not upset anybody, not rock the boat. I don't want to be like the American. I, I'm going to protect my rights to shoot paper plates. That's nice. The government will produce, say, an argument that says, look at all these dead children, dead people in the streets and so on, and gang warfare, and say, this is why we got to ban guns. The idiot Normie goes, mm, okay, that's pretty scary. And your argument is, I like to shoot paper plates. You will lose every single time. The fact of the matter is that private firearm ownership is crucial to the health and existence of a free and democratic society. You cannot, under any circumstances, permit the state to have a full monopoly on violence. You cannot permit uh, people in power to just have wheeled this over over the heads of the citizenry uh, because it, it risks, you know, genocide and, and all kinds of horrible, horrible things. Every time people... Let's, if you want to correlate the times people have had their, their rights to defend themselves stripped away from them, which then, uh, you know, moved into, you know, government abuses and horrifying, um, you know, uh, murders at the hands of the state and, and, and worse, all the way up to genocide. You've got the Soviet Union, you've got North Korea, you've got China, you've got Cuba, you've got Venezuela, uh, and more recently as an example. All over the world, all over the place. Germany, you pick pick one. It's never a good idea. Why? You know, and it has no effect on crime. The stated reason for why they want to... to, to so get rid of them so so on the one hand we need to get rid of firearms because crime well the stats don't back that up none of the research backs that up in fact it, there's a lot to suggest that crime may actually increase violent crime and and gun crime may actually increase um since only criminals will have weapons now so that's that's not that's not helping the, the studies have been conducted all over the united states and other parts of the world to 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 uh, to back that up number two um why do you want to take all the guns? You're not you're not banning guns. You're just collecting them all for yourself. There's an old saying uh, that's um, something to the something to the effect of they 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 want to take your weapons because they're afraid you'll want to shoot them for what they want to do next. You know, the the, the average uh, private firearm owner in in Canada, the United States, and any Western country is not running around attacking government bill. I mean, can you imagine? How did January 6th go in the United States last year again? Oh, remember all the gunfighting and the and the militias? Oh, right. None of that happened. Um, but, you know, still, yeah, the only people that were shot and killed were the protesters by the state. Uh, there was a couple of people shot and killed there. Um, there's just no, the, the risk is too high. The risk is incredibly, incredibly high. Incredibly high. There's also uh, statistics to back up the fact over half of mass shootings in the United States last year were stopped uh, in progress or before they got going by armed citizens. That's a fact. That's a fact. They'll never mention any of this. So when they peddle this, it's about safety and keeping people safe. It's a fallacious argument. It's bullshit. It's wrong. At the, at at best, 
If not, it's an insidious, malevolent attempt to disarm you, in some cases by some people, because uh, they're not comfortable with, with that being out there. They're not comfortable knowing that a whole millions of people are out there uh, potentially armed uh, you know, with rifles and so on. And should they really get out of control, that's going to be a problem to deal with. That's going to be something hard to contend with. So they're going to try and remove that out of the equation. As stated in the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, you can go read it. They want to eliminate private firearm ownership across the world. And we have politicians in power in this country, in the United States, in the United Kingdom, in Australia, all over the world that go to these uh, functions. They go to these uh, meetings. They go to these little groups behind closed doors and they sit around and they rub shoulders and they make friends and make nights with each other. And they, they get sponsored by these corp- by these billionaires uh, to say, hey, we've, we give you a new research paper. We bring all the world leaders into a room. We give them a presentation on why we have to ban all the guns and these idiotic morons, these dumbest of the dumb, uh, you know, showpiece, show pony, talking head morons that are not any more of a leader uh, than than this uh, can of sugary poison drink here. Uh, get roped into it and they think they're doing the right thing and they come back home from these you know meetings at Bilderberg and at Davos and at you know all the rest of it what's the one in the forest they do where they all get naked and touch each other's dicks you know hey I'm not I didn't make that up that's a real thing they do don't look at me don't look at me I wouldn't go to one of these you know stupid you know gay orgies whatever it is they're doing down there in the California woods okay they come back from there and then they start peddling this stuff they say build back better where do you think that comes from do you think that's an accident? Like they just, they didn't mean to they're just all saying the same things because they go to these basically workshops is what it is. You know, you have, you have a company or uh, you, you maybe so, wherever you work or something, right? And and there's like a workshop or a team building exercise or something. They, they send everybody to this thing and somebody gets up there and talks about whatever the issue is, workplace sexual harassment or something, right? There's going to be some kind of thing we need to go over and we're all going to sit there and take notes, whatever. Except in this version, for these political leaders and these world leaders, they go to their own little workshops and they get told how to build back better, how to build back greener, how to have sustainable development in a green economy and blah, blah, blah. They download this information, think they're fucking smarter than you all of a sudden because they sat around and, and just got uh, you know pumped full of billionaire mind jizz in the, front, in the front row, come back to your country, come back to your constituency and then say, hey, you got to listen to me because I'm smart because I was just with George Soros and he told me we have to do, we have to do it this way. They're not smart. Uh, they're sellouts, and they don't have any idea what the hell they're talking about. And it's like we're going to be completely oblivious to the fact that everybody all around the world has just decided the same thing all at the same time. Let's watch. It's a very pertinent question to ask better or whatever we have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before to build back better than before remember the the terrible damage of covid as we try to build back from this uh global pandemic joe biden calls it build back better build back better building back better to do things differently to build back better we're gonna build it back better and build it back better my plan to build back better uh start taking all the problems that have been created in education mental health and start to to build back in a positive way i have launched a booklet called i like i like that gates says build back in a positive way i i got the vibe that he's like i'm not saying it you know say the line bill i'm not doing i'm i'm not doing it I'm too rich, and I'm far too powerful, and I, I'm not, I will say it my own way. I'll say it the way I want to say it, you know. It's like how you want, I'll build back in a positive way. <laughs> anyway. Build back better. Britain after coronavirus. 
It's about building this country back better. Growing conspiracy following it. It is called the Great Reset. An unprecedented opportunity to reset for me to touch children and reset the ways in which we live. The great opportunity for reset. The theory even calls Mr. Biden. Hey, I have an idea. Let's reset the storyline on the Epstein Island uh, visitors list. What do you guys think of that? Let's build that back based. Let's have a great reset on that whole storyline and just start all over again because I don't feel like it was investigated properly. I don't feel like it was given the right amount of attention that it deserves, but, you know, it's just my suggestion. His campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. Build Back Better. Building Back Better, our economy. Build Back Better. <laughs> all elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. It's a big effort to, some would say, to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. That's what these that's what these World Economic Forum meetings are, guys. Um, they're basically workshops for these people. They go there and they listen to people like Schwab and so on, uh, interested, invested billionaires and their little plans and their little psychotic because they're not on the same level. People don't seem to understand this. Like, oh, that's the president or the prime minister or the whoever. That's only like middle level. That's not even very much real power. First of all, it's a temporary position. Presidents come and go all the time. Uh, if you're the CEO of uh, BlackRock or Vanguard or uh, you know J.P. Morgan Chase. Wells Fargo, uh, and so on. It's a little more permanent, you know. You're the, you're, you know, you're got a lot of money in the Federal Reserve, and so on. Those people aren't going anywhere, and uh, they tend to, you know, kind of build dynasties and empires of, of power around the world. So these these people are just middle management. They're here today, they're gone tomorrow. They show up to the to the real power brokers in the world and they demonstrate that they're going to be a good little boy. They're going to be a good little boy, and they're going to do exactly what they're told. And they're going to take the messaging that's uh, piped down to them like a bird, like a mama bird feeding the babies. Just it just pukes this globalist, technocratic, you know, authoritarian, neo-communist bullshit right into their mouths, and they fly right home to you, and they drop it into the minds of your children and uh, and our neighborhoods and our people and everybody that lives here. That's how it works. And then when you point that out, they say you're crazy. Maybe you have psychosis. Maybe you have to go to the hospital. Maybe we maybe we got to do something about you. What's to be done with these these disgusting people. They're unacceptable. They're a fringe, you see. Deanna O1 says, yeah, we're doing great in North America. The U.S. has a demented senior for a leader, and we have a narcissistic child. There's no escape. Only time time may be the the great equalizer here. We'll see. Godzilla Unchained says, uh, please find attached with this super chat three bucks for the first person who can figure out how to add a Pepe the Frog emoji to the Entropy Chat keyboard. I would have to do that on my end. I think you just got to make them and, and put them in there. You could do it on uh, do it on um, Odyssey, though, I think. Uh, who's this? Somebody put that over there. Can't read who that is. Ly- Lysander something. To ban guns because the criminals use them is to tell the law-abiding that their rights and liberties depend not on their own conduct, but on the conduct of the guilty and the lawless. Yep. Let's punish the people that are following the rules because people that don't follow the rules don't follow the rules. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. It doesn't. And the fact that they refuse to engage in this argument just proves that uh, they're either deliberately shying away from it because they're cowards or they're complicit in it. All right. 
There's so many. Oh, it just doesn't make sense. That's the general. That's generally the conservatives' response. Conservative uh, in Canada to this is it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It does make sense because they're trying to disarm you to further the, this agenda of further enslaving um, the people that live here. It's it's about taking power away from them and entrenching it amongst themselves. That's why when you when you look at it from that lens, it makes total sense because why would they care about criminals? They're only targeting the law-abiding owners. Why would they do that? It doesn't make sense. Yes it does. Stop being a coward. Wake up, please. It makes perfect sense. Everybody knows what they're up to. Slava Monolita says Australia just recently had a mass shooting despite having the most strict gun laws in the world. Of course, politicians are doubling down on the gun control narrative and discussing how they should have had more strict gun laws. More laws! It's uh, it's never going to end until every man and woman are fully disarmed. Yeah, because if you ban if you ban drugs, right? Uh, you know, heroin. Remember when we banned heroin and now that doesn't exist anymore, or fentanyl for that matter? You know, fentanyl's illegal. Remember when that used to exist and now it doesn't because we banned it? What is this? Strange. What are you? Strange string hanging off of me. Uh, Sergeant Rock says, if all the commies are removed from power, then I would call that building back better. Or is that the greatest reset? This death penalties for pedophiles is the best reset that I can think of. DNDF. I'm not sure what that means yet. Something. DNDF. Thank you, sir. The death penalty is a tricky one because people can get falsely, uh, you know, put to death, which is no good. However, um, we're certainly very, very lenient on some pretty pretty horrible behavior these days and i think we need to start going back the other way i don't, I don't think uh we're, we're very very harsh on things that don't make any sense and very very lenient on things that are, are universally reviled and people agree is, is is heinous and grotesque and monstrous and yet uh you know maybe maybe it has something to do with the people in power you know maybe they've got a reason sure it's sure it's fine Sertosis, since you brought it up, the federal judge has ordered part of Epstein's uh, client list to be released later. Really? Probably after all the important slash big names are redacted. Well, that would be pretty much everyone on the list, uh, but we'll see. Lysander Spooner. Somebody corrected me over there to say who that, who that person was. Thank you very much. All right. We put protesters in jail. We put everybody in jail here in Canada. If you think of the wrong thing, you say the wrong thing, you're going away. You're going away for a long time. What do we want to do now? There's the war stuff. There's the, the Musk stuff. There's the <laughs> the Musk stuff. It's, I want that Musk. Um, so, all right. We were talking about that. We'll move that away. Hold tight while I figure out where I'm, what I'm doing with my... Just sit here in silence while I try and remember what the hell I'm doing with my own... Uh, broadcast that I completely wing without any preparation whatsoever. <laughs> very little. Very little goes into this. Uh, very little structured uh, behavior, I would say. I should say no. Uh, no preparation whatsoever, but a little bit. Uh, well, we, were, we were talking about uh, about this. The, the, the woke mind virus is what Musk said. It must be defeated at all costs. I agree. We don't do that. There's no point. As of right now in the United States, over 1,500 uh, illegal immigrants pour into El Paso in a massive single-day crossing, um, which is, you know, not great. Uh, it also goes on to say that deportations are at an all-time low or uh, uh, since, uh, since this current administration has taken over. Uh, individuals who crossed Sunday night were part of a group of migrants who were escorted by Mexican state police from the city of Jimenez to Juarez in a caravan of 20 buses. Uh, all these buses keep pulling everybody. They're from Ecuador, Nicaragua, and Peru, according to the outlet. Uh, however, 
uh, when uh, the current president took office, one of his first actions was to cancel the Trump era remain in Mexico policy. The rule meant that asylum seekers were... Asylum from what? What are you seeking asylum from? It's as if the entire world is on fire and only America is the only place to be that may, and everyone is well, everyone come in, just not immigrate, just show up, just come over the, across the border. And why wouldn't you? I would. Could you imagine living in, 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 in South America or somewhere and be like, you know, we can just walk into America and they'll let us and they'll take care. We'll, we can vote and everything. No one will even deport you. You can just literally show up and boom, you're in America. They'll probably make you a citizen after a while. Um... Yeah, I can see why that would be attractive to a lot of people. Uh, so you can't really blame them. Uh, however, that's not very good for the, the people that live in America. Uh, <laughs> you know, for a number of reasons, officials are bracing for a surge of illegals. The Department of Homeland Security estimates that 9,000 to 14,000 migrants could try to enter the country illegally each day when the, uh, the policy ends. Whoa, CPB said uh, a Monday post on Facebook that over forty over the past 48 hours, there had been 16,000 legal alien encounters at the border. It's an average of 8,000 people per day caught trying to cross the border illegally. The policy was issued by the Trump administration in 2020 at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. Everybody's allowed in. You're not allowed. It's, just, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter what it does to crime or, you know, prices or, you know, we have unlimited. Everyone has unlimited resources. You can just everyone just show up. Anybody that doesn't like it is a, is a bad person and needs to be put in jail for the wrong thing. This is funny. The Washington Post had to correct an uh, an opinion piece, which is basically everything they publish, uh, conflating <laughs> the lack of black Argentinian footballers with history of black erasure. Now this is again um, hilarious and interesting to me because it just it's more evidence that this psychopathic, insane version of uh, communist revision history. Um, is so out of control now that they're just imposing their own uh, fabricated worldview from all of the garbage they've read and all this dumpster you know, sludge piped into their head from university post-secondary education. Uh, she might as well be uh, the, you know, a poster child for this kind of stuff. The Washington Post has been forced to issue a correction to an op-ed that asked, why doesn't Argentina have more black players in the World Cup lineup? Well, that's because Argentina is a, like a white country. So why doesn't Japan have more white people in it? Like Because it's Japanese. What? It's stupid. Anyway, uh, because they just assume. They just assume. Oh, it must be because of genocide and white supremacy. The piece claimed that it's a myth that Argentina is a white nation with the author Erica Denise Edwards, an associate professor, oh good, at the University of Texas at El Paso, suggesting her rantings uncover a history of black erasure in Argentina. I see. In the piece, Edwards argues that in an 18th century, in the 18th century, a third of Argentina's population was black, and that since there has been an agenda to whiten the country. They believe that to join the ranks of Germany, France, and England, Argentina had to displace its black population both physically and culturally. They believe the, they believe this happened. Uh, she also points to census figures from 2010 claiming that they prove that roughly 1% of Argentina's population of 46 million is black. After people pointed out that it is not that this is just not true, the Washington Post issued a correction noting that the actual numbers was far less than 1%. <laughs> Why is there so many Irish people in Ireland? As fans keep up with Argentina's success in this year's World Cup, a familiar question arises. Why doesn't the team have more black players? <laughs> Why doesn't Saudi Arabia have more Scottish people in it? This piece is full of inconsistencies and misinterpretations. It is evident that the person who wrote it has no knowledge of Argentine culture and never lived in Argentina. 
This other person, uh, Nico Slabinski, said, You can't apply an American perspective to this. The obsession to put everything through a lens that fits your worldview and is deeply troubling. In your article, you demonstrate a complete lack of understanding of the indigenous and Hispanic history of Argentina. This one says, Just came back to laugh at the Washington Post. Uh, Washington Post says, Argentina's racist because they don't have black players on the team. Oh, wait, sorry. We didn't know there are no black people in Argentina. <laughs> This is a paper funded by Bezos, and this is their research. Great job. The Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos, uh, potentially the CIA as well. So that's just that's just fun. That's just where the world's at these days. You know, we're just uh, and how many millions of people read that and walked away with that impression? More white supremacy, more racism. The lunacy of this just continues to go unchecked, and uh, they can get away with it apparently. And then they'll publish a retraction that receives very little attention, but the damage is done. Lie makes its way around the world before the truth has a time to put on its pants. True North Archery. Anarchy? Whoa. Let's try this again. True North Anarchy. There I can read. That quote you read earlier was by the great Lysander Spooner, founder of the American Letter Company, which was shut down by the feds for being better than USPS, and author of the book No Treason, The Constitution of No Authority. Interesting. I've never heard of this guy. Probably because he's censored. I'm going to check into this. Lord Talarian says, what to do next? I think you should do a conversation between Harvey, <laughs> Jesse Ventura, and Dr. Evil. That's a lot of gross people. Dr. Evil's the least evil in that whole No, well, Jesse Ventura. Nazi Ventura or the real Jesse Ventura? I'm not sure. I'm a prolific traveler. I've been a lot of things in my life, but I've never shared a room with... <laughs> With Jabba the Hutt as a pedophile or Dr. Evil. Man on the Mountain says no one is more hated than he who speaks the truth. Yeah, that hasn't uh, changed very much. Has it? Over the years. I wouldn't say. All right. So we got war and... uh, (laughs) We want to do... This is still recording, right? Uh, Tricked me there for a second. You're scaring me, computer. And then the censorship stuff. Let's think of how, what kind of order I want to do this in. I'm going to do this first. I'm going to do this first. After I check the chat, make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, because that's just a shame. I don't think so. Are we all good? War stuff. Everybody likes a war. Me especially. <laughs> it's important. It's important stuff. We need to have those. Oh, well. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. I missed this as well. Um. It's another, it's another, I don't want to say symptom. It's another, um, boobling. pretty, pretty deeply entrenched position among these global leaders, many of which are conservatives as well and Republicans and so on, that these, uh, idiot NPC normies want to cheerlead for because blue team, red team, just got to get the libs out. They're all about the uh, mass migration and uh, filling these countries up with all kinds of people from all over the world. They want uh, 100 million people in Canada over the next uh, five decades or something. And uh, the German uh, uh, president, chancellor, just uh, what he wants a uh, basically a 15% in the increase of the population of Germany. He wants another 10 million people or something. Um, guess where they're coming from? Not Germany. 
they're obsessed with this. They're obsessed with this because, well, for the on the on the one hand, it provides a voter base for them. Uh, these people who are you know given this opportunity are going to be loyal to the regime that brought them there and set them up with all kinds of these uh, you know tax breaks and opportunities and so on. Uh, number two, it, it it dilutes and breaks down national cohesion. It, it dilutes and breaks down nationalism and, and cultural identity and national identity and so on. And uh, over a, over a few decades of this, eventually, you're not going to have a diverse world anymore. So that's that's another that's another one of the the uh, the hallmarks of how cynical this of this of this disgusting ideology really is. They're all about they say diversity. We need more diversity. We need more diversity. Well, the world's very diverse as it is, and and their their way to you know, fix that is take places. Um, well, first of all, especially European countries apparently have no culture. They have nothing. They're they're not worth anything unless they're culturally enriched, which is very condescending on in in, uh, in and of itself to say such a thing. Uh, but we're going to take people from all over the world and just jam them into what you know they call themselves their me- melting pot uh, uh, theory. So where instead of having you know. Spain being Spain and Italy being Italy and Germany being Germany and, and, and France and Belgium and, and Norway and Finland and Ireland and Scotland and the United Kingdom and Wales and uh, the United States and all the different states in there, North America, Canada, Australia. We're just going to make it all the same. We're going to make it all basically the same thing. We're going to have the same rules, the same laws, the same people. We're just going to flood it with as many people as we can. And we're just going to kind of just just smooth it all out to just one amorphous gray blob. Where it's not really anything anymore. It's just people. It's just mindless people that are tied together, really, in their shared culture of consumerism. They all really like the Super Bowl and spending money and going to Starbucks and eating garbage and worshiping celebrities and all the kind of... That's what's really going to tie them together. That's that's the culture now. That's the culture they want people to believe in and, and, and buy. So that's... Uh, that's a that's a red flag and an alarm bells go off to me when I start seeing people that are just, oh man, we... More immigrants, we need... Im-. They're obsessed with it. They're obsessed with it. Um, there's a lot of people that live here in this country. I'm not opposed to immigration. I don't think it should not exist. I'm opposed to mass immigration. I'm opposed to uh, bringing 5 million people from one country and just jamming them into another one for the sake of doing it, for the sake of doing so with no clear discernible reason or logic or how exactly this is going to benefit the people that live here because, again, I think you should look after your own house first. You should take care of your own children first uh, you know, and then your neighbors if you have time. And if you're blessed to have even more time than that, then the rest of the people on your street, your town, your city, your province, your state, your country, and so on. You shouldn't immediately, you know, get up and then go across the world to find other people to help as there are suffering people right where you live. There are people that need help where you live. And that's another reason why I think it's a lot of virtue signaling nonsense to see these people go, I, I rescued a family from Turkey. From Turkey? What's wrong with Turkey? You know, or Morocco or someplace. It's like they were they were poor and they needed help. There's poor people that live here. In fact, there's, there's you know, you drove by that guy every day. You know, he's out by the bridge panhandling for money. Did you ask him if he could need it? No, you didn't care about that because there's no social points in that. You can't post about that on your Facebook page. There's not going to get an op-ed for you in the Chronicle Herald or some, uh, some fucking newspaper somewhere telling you how good of a person you are because you sponsored some Muslim family from North Africa. <laughs> That's why you didn't do it because there's nothing in that for you, right? That's the whole reason you did it so you could get these, these beloved backpacks you love so much. Because remember... Right, everything's so well. Everyone is just doing uh, is is just doing uh, top ten here. Every everything's five by five in Canada, and the United States. There's no one to help. Everything is so perfect and great. There's no reason to even look. Just go across the world and find a bunch of other people that nobody has any. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and then when they get here, just. 
Anyway, I'm going on a tangent now. Listen to this from the again, blue team, red team, just got to get the libs out. I just want to point points up now to you here. Roughly 40% of doctors and nurses who immigrate from other countries are actually allowed to work in their field here in this country. Meanwhile, our health care system comes apart at the seams. It boils my blood to sit in a waiting room with my daughter who's got uh, from time to time. Yeah, there's some things boiling my blood about this too, but we'll get to that. A migraine headache while she waits and waits along with the other little children because of doctor shortages. Do you like how he invokes the imagery of suffering children to make his political point? Because he cares. He cares about suffering children. That's why he keeps... He, he deliberately invoked the imagery and the associated feelings that come along with having sick children suffering in a hospital to sell you on what he's about to say. Meanwhile, we have thousands of immigrants who are trained and skilled and able to do these jobs that are banned from doing so from uh, regulatory gatekeepers. We will. The other part about hiring on that. This guy's uh, Michael Barrett, President and CEO of South Ray Bruce uh, Health Center, Ontario. I'll get into that in a second, but. Just one more time before I... Uh, from time to time, a migraine headache while she waits and waits along with the other little children because of doctor shortages. Meanwhile, we have thousands of immigrants who are trained and skilled and able to do these jobs that are... We have uh, also, fearless leader there, thousands, tens of thousands of Canadian citizens that are willing and able to do their job. In fact, they lost their job. Their jobs were taken away because of the policies that you supported, that you said absolutely nothing about. Nothing about at all. You swooped in at the last minute and took some selfies with some convoy people and then promoted yourself as some kind of uh, some kind of champion of, of, of nationalism of the Canadian you know way and culture and people and so on. You're the most full of shit person in that whole building. Oh my goodness gracious. We need we need more doctors and we have nurses and doctors. There is nurses and doctors all over this country that you stood by and watched them get fired as you promoted uh, just put on your mask. And make sure everybody gets their vaccines. Everybody get vaccinated. You did that, and now you're going to act like it never happened. You're going to run around here and pretend like it never happened. And the people, the cause you're going to champion, the people you're going to go to bat for now after all of that, is people from other countries, as thousands of Canadian healthcare workers and so on, go out in the cold. Coming up on Christmas time now, many provinces still refuse to hire them. They're thinking about it, hiring them back in Ontario. While we devolve into a into a crisis of healthcare, which is what this is right now, we don't have enough money, we don't have enough doctors, we don't have enough nurses, because you fired thousands of them. And you stood by and said absolutely nothing was it happened, because that was the politically safe thing to do. You didn't dare, didn't dare get your back up and make a statement, make a stand, protecting these buddy any of these people you just sat there and you fucking let it happen and now what's the safe thing to do we need more immigrant doctors and more immigrant nurses and more what about the ones we have here what about the ones we have here that lost their jobs and how many more hundreds and thousands uh fled essentially to the united states to pursue a better an actual life and a career down there because they can get one because they're allowed to work down there they're allowed to be treated like human beings down there, uh, and they're allowed to be respected for for making their own independent choices about their about their their future and 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 their and their, their medical being. They're allowed to make choices of their own bodily autonomy. They can make those choices, but you 
didn't really care for that. And in, instead, fuck those people. Where can we get thousands and thousands of healthcare workers? Man, if only we knew. What do you think, Phil? If only we knew of somewhere, someone, somebody could could find all thousands of workers in, in the midst of a crisis now where, you know, the healthcare is falling apart, don't enough money. My God, if only there is some kind of place we could go to find all these people. It's a mystery. Healthcare funding is deadlocked, as the Prime Minister says, provinces won't get more money without reforms. And this is, this is rich. It wouldn't be the right thing to do, to just uh, uh, throw more money at the problem and sit back and watch the population uh, not uh, get fixed. The, pop, the problem not get fixed, the population. He probably doesn't want to fix the population. You can't just throw money at it and hope it gets fixed. This guy's the king of throwing money at problems and hoping it gets fixed. But now, in this in this case, let's just not throw money at it and hope it gets fixed because it doesn't make sense. Wow. A year-end interview with the Canadian Press on Monday. The Prime Minister said he's not willing to kick health care reform down the road any further, even as provincial premiers clamor for more federal funds to bolster their ailing systems. Yeah. And how how did they how did we get to this such a state again? Government interference, government policies, government mandates, government lockdowns, government, 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 government. So the answer is we need more government, more help from the government. Clearly, we need more of their input. And uh, now he's saying it's up to the provinces. You deal with it. You you guys need to solve this. He says Canadians are right to look at all orders of government and say this is terrible. You guys really need to solve this. You you think uh, the the to, to solve it uh, is less government for starters. Um, because without your idiotic, um, really just shocking levels of stupidity, tens of thousands, at least 10,000 healthcare workers, uh, in this country would still have their jobs. Uh, thousands more would have graduated from post, uh, secondary educational programs, making them new doctors and new nurses and, and, and new, uh, healthcare workers. Uh, that didn't happen because of your, uh, policies and your intervention, your benevolent government intervention. So now, not only did we lose so many doctors and healthcare workers that we already had, we've exacerbated the problem by cutting the pipeline to even more of them in the future of a finite, precious resource that we don't have enough of in the future. You thought that you would just cinch that off just a little bit more because Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and the TV said so. And now you're going to turn around and say, oh, geez, we don't even. I, where are we going to get? We need million, We need a million billion nurses from India to backfill our. My God. Holy shit. How do they walk around and not be struck by lightning? I it's it's uh, I, I'm running out of, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm running out of ideas here. You know, I like this guy's take on it. Dr. Uh, Hodgkinson is back and he's uh he ain't happy. Shall we forgive and forget? Absolutely forget. not. I'm full of vengeance. Yeah. I am vengeful. It, it's not a time to say I'm sorry. It's a time to put these bastards in jail. I'm calling it the big kill. We've seen the biggest kill ever in medicine's history, directly because of the intervention of these idiots into healthcare. And it's the physicians, it's not just the politicians, it's the physicians themselves who are principally culpable because they have allowed government's jackboots to influence how they manage their patients, which has never, ever happened before. First, do no harm and informed consent. 
the physicians have, have looked in. How can you do this? How can you look into the eyes of a pregnant woman and tell her that this experimental product is safe? How can you do that as a, as a physician? Money talks, Roger. No. Anyone, any physician that has done that should be in jail. One of the many thousands of doctors that were censored, that were not allowed to speak, that were deprived of their right to inform and, and, and uh, well, give their opinion as medical doctors. I think they've earned it. I think they spent enough time uh, pursuing that field. A lot of these people, 10, 20, 30, 50 years in some cases, careers in healthcare, and nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard of them. The last... Uh, Last stream we talked about the Great Barrington Declaration and, and Dr. Bhattacharya there. Because they were censored. People don't have access to this information. People can't make informed decisions. How can they when they don't know what's going on around them? Because they were censored. That is a crime. And it is also a crime, I agree with the doctor here, to... Just blindly sign on to something. This is all, it's all an experiment. That's not an opinion. It's not a conspiracy theory. It always was. It was always an experiment. And because of the fear mongering and all the efforts they put into making sure people were just afraid enough and just paranoid enough and just anxious enough, they would go along with anything. And doctors aren't immune to it. Politicians aren't immune to it. They created this monstrosity, this monolithic bitch of a, of a, of a, of a creature. This narrative, this this huge beast that uh, was, was so pervasive, everyone that de- that denounced it was censored. Anyone that opposed it was censored. So it created this illusion, this 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 uh, idea that everyone thinks the same thing, and it's only you. You're the one that's crazy. All of the doctors, it's, the science is settled, right? Every person you see on TV, they're all experts and state experts and pe- experts, ex- experts saying experts' opinions. And you've got uh, authority from the political arm. You've got the prime minister saying how. How long should we tolerate these people? Opposition leaders saying there's going to be consequences. Well, might have to take your job. You you threatened and coerced and blackmailed people into following this. If and, and if that didn't work, they even incentivized some people. Hey, we'll give you some ice cream. We'll give you some ice cream and cookies, and we'll give you some free donuts in some cases. You know, it was the it was the most pervasive, heavy-handed, over-the-top psychological propaganda campaign in the history of the human race. And no one was immune to it. And it's funny that the the one factor alone, because people would say, "Well, you know, these people fell for it. They're not stupid. They're not dumb." And I know this. Per- how many how many of us have had these conversations? Right. Well, they're not dumb. I don't understand how they fell for this. And that person's smart. But that person's an idiot, and he didn't fall for it. And she didn't. What is? What's the deal? What's going on? Imagine if the the single thing that it came down to, the single reason, the one variable alone, amongst any you have, you have I don't know if you have five PhDs. Doesn't matter. I don't care if you if you dig holes in your backyard looking for ants. So then you can you can piss in the ant holes and then take selfies and like I don't care what on the spectrum of people if you're doesn't matter it doesn't matter with no education you can't even read you literally can't even read the only one variable that ever mattered throughout this whole situation that may have protected you from just blind blindly swallowing this this pill blindly just just gonna roll up my sleeve because what could possibly go wrong was simply skepticism 
of, of authority. That's it. The one thing that all of these people had in common or, or grew to acknowledge or, or understand or take appreciation for, maybe too late, maybe after the fact, was that they looked at the people in power and the people saying, this is what's going to happen, and went, are you sure? I don't know. I'm going to ask some questions first, and I'm going to look into this. before. I'm not just going to blindly do what you tell me. I'm going to check. That's all it took? Some skepticism. Some healthy skepticism would have done a lot more people a lot uh, a, a lot more uh, good and would have carried them into a much better uh, future and situation than they're at now because there is some there is some scared people out there now and there is some regret out there now and it's a phase you know what that fear and regret is going to turn into as this situation uh continues to evolve and the fruits of these trees continue to produce fruit what was the the what's the bible one the fruits of the tree you know a rotten fruit rotten tree produces rotten fruit now that you've taken it and enjoyed it how do you feel do you feel good or do you feel bad once so many more of these people understand that they've been manipulated, lied to, gaslit, threatened, intimidated, and so on, a lot of them are already very painfully aware of it, and there's more every day, more by the more happening by the day. As this continues to unravel, that fear and that regret is going to turn into uh, anger and uh, motivation. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen after that. What could go... Just lie to everyone. What could go wrong? It's bound to work out forever. Junior dude from Ontario says, Fuck that, POS. My wife... Was a healthcare worker fired over the mandates. We almost lost our house. Fuck them. Fuck the Uniparty. I agree. Chet Chisholm says, I told peeps about injuries in person. Along with another injured paramedic, still not allowed to return to work anywhere in this country. No help with injuries and not a peep from Ottawa. They don't want to touch it because they're all guilty because they're all part of it. They all participated in the big lie. I talked about this, right? I warned people about this. I said this would happen. They will fight to defend the system to the very bitter end because they bought into it. They can't oppose it now. How can you? How can you just come over? Oh, I'm vocally up. We have to oppose. These people need to be held accountable. What was starting with you? What do you mean these people? You are these people <laughs> right they have no choice time will tell we'll see because you can never uninject yourself which is scary and i mean there's no point in hiding from it it is what it is this is the world we're in now this is the situation and now we've got a failing we, i mean we have a failing healthcare system we had a not great healthcare system before. 
Now it's straight up failing. And why is that? Well, uh, mass hysteria promoted, promulgated, permeated by the criminals in the media, the complicit prostitutes in the media, did the bidding of their political masters, who did the bidding of their globalist uh, corporate masters and their, their, their big money masters. Forced people out of their jobs. Like I said, ter- people were studying to go to school to be a nurse or doctor. Eh, not anymore. Not without your pokey poke. How many people did that eliminate from the pipeline of professionals? Uh, all the ones that were fired. Also, you want to talk about, you know, how do we fix the healthcare system? The things that these people have done over the past couple of years have been so detrimental to people's health that it has, uh, we're at a uh, peak, a record high amounts of suicides. And now, you know what? There's no whole government department for that now. Hey, we, we'll, we can just kill you. We'll just give you assisted death. We'll just kill you. <laughs> is that, is that, that's how it does. That's how you do things in Canada. I saw a joke somewhere that was like, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Uh, SBF Sam Bankman Fried or something. The guy that did the the crypto bonanza scheme. He's he's in jail. He's screwed. But they're all. Th- he thinks he's probably going to kill himself in jail. Somebody said, "I hope he doesn't get Canadian health cared in jail." <laughs> that's right now, that's Canadian health care is 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 equated to suicide. Now that's great. Lockdown. Stay home. Stay safe. So let's see. We've promoted isolation. We've promoted social isolation, physical isolation. Don't go outside. Don't exercise. Don't get fresh air. Uh, that's going to lead to a decreased um, resiliency, a, a decreased level of health. We're going to promote. So your mental health is being attacked. Your physical health is being attacked. What, what do they close down? Gyms, beaches, parks, recreate. Right. When I was in jail, they they closed down the. You couldn't go lift weights out in the yard because that's how you get COVID. Right. So people are doing what? They're eating a lot of garbage fast food. More, the alcohol consumption went through the roof. More people are doing drugs than ever. You think that's good for your health? No, it is not. I don't know why there's a health care crisis. People losing their jobs. Every 1% increase in unemployment also creates a, uh, a, a correlatedly... Cor, cor, that's not a word, Jeremy. Try again. A, a correlation... An increase in in death and all cause mortality. Just ge- general death and poverty and misery. Poverty leads to death and so on. There is a number of variables that are contributing to why there are so many people sick and in the hospital. It's not as simple. Well, they've got the flu, idiot. Well, do they have the flu because they have a compromised immune system because they took an experimental injection that has rocked their immune system? Are they, are they getting sick? Are they getting in the flu because their immune system isn't as good as it used to be because now they live on garbage food because they can't afford groceries anymore? Because they've been inside for two years covering their hands and faces in Purell, breathing through a dirty diaper, not socializing at all with anyone, and they've taken to drinking. They've taken to you know all kinds of pills they're on now, complicating it even further. Could that possibly be any impact on their their general i mean in a general sense and their overall health i'm just curious do you think maybe that has something to do with it so we have a number of factors increasing the reasons why people are going to be going to the hospital oh and then there's all the shooting and stabbing and you know murder victims again because violent crime is on the way up as well because unemployment because inflation because desperation so there's that too i can go on and on all night and maybe i will it's still early (laughs) 
All of that, increasing the amount of people that need health care, and at the same time, oh, somebody mentioned immigration. Sure, bring in 10 million people because we already have enough doctors anyway, right? That was the very first video I made on YouTube was about how they wanted 300,000 people because, hey, we've got enough doctors. I couldn't get a doctor. My family couldn't get a doctor. My, ch- my son couldn't get a doctor. But you know what? We need 300,000 people from Liberia or someplace to just enrich. It, it enriches things, okay? It just does. Are the 300,000 people doctors at least? No, idiot. They're engineers. <laughs> so all of these things contributing to the need, the demand for health care, and at the same time we're undercutting the supply of health care by firing and torturing the people that work there. And those same people who are so smart, so much smarter than me, they couldn't foresee this happening. They just couldn't see how going down this track could possibly produce this kind of result. You know what? I think we should just give them more money, more power, and they'll be able to sort this all right out. They'll be able to sort this all right out. We just need to let them censor everything, decide who gets to talk and who doesn't, because they've done a great job of that already. And you know what? Let's give them all the guns that exist just for good measure. Because if you don't, they're going to freeze your bank account. <laughs> okay? Uh, Man on the Mountain says Alberta Premier said she is canceling. Canceling. Ah, try again. She's she's canceling a health consulting agreement involving the World Economic Forum, one of these great big think tank workshops uh, I mentioned, which is basically what it is, uh, because she won't work with a group that talks about controlling governments. That would be a good. That's a great first step. <laughs> This is how we must bring all of the governments in the world under the control of me, Klaus Schwab, in the World Economic Forum. Our people have already penetrated deep into the Canadian cabinet. That's a quote. We have pen- over half of the cabinet members belong to me. Oh, that's great. That's super healthy and good for Canada, for sure. Why wouldn't it be? Again, these people are just smarter than you. That's why... Uh, I can't. I can't do this with a straight face anymore. They're idiots! They're idiots! They're the dumbest people that have ever lived. And we're just letting them run everything. And they have the audacity to talk down to you like you're stupid. Mr. Speaker! Like, you're just too stupid to understand. You will never understand the big brain machinations of what goes on up there. You're just too, You're just a stupid peasant. You'll never understand. It's, it's grotesque. Deanna one says, Dr. Ellis was the head of COVID unit in Colchester Hospital, yet soon after decided to leave medicine to move into politics. Maybe he had a conscience. I hope so. Now represents Cumberland Colchester. Well, that's interesting. There's a lot of other people, uh, you know, because they're being forced forced into this reality to have to do something about it because sooner or later it's going to come to your house, it's going to come to your family, it's going to come to your life, and it's going to do some damage, and then you're going to have to make a decision if you're going to do anything about it or not. Are you going to roll over and die? Typically, people don't like to roll over and die, I've noticed. I know that's very frustrating for our friends at the World Economic Forum. It's a big problem, but still, people don't seem to want to do it. I don't know why either. I would have assumed people would love to just roll over and die, but for some reason they're not. Try again. Try again another time. Speaking of death, speaking of rolling over and dying, I guess we're just going to do the World War III thing here. Because war is peace. As famously written by uh, 
uh, in, in Orwell's novel, 1984, war is peace. Ignorance is strength. Freedom is slavery. These are all cynical terms, and, and there's a lot in there when you think about it. It says a lot more than, than you think. War is peace, for example, is uh, basically defines Western imperialistic military uh, doctrine uh, since the end of the Second World War, at least, for sure. Definitely in the last 30 years. Because we need war to keep you safe, right? We have to fight them over here so they don't fight us over here. Remember that one? We have to contain, we have to fight the Russians in Ukraine so the Russians don't take over the world somehow. We need the war so we can have peace. Don't you understand? Don't you understand the double think of the Orwellian nightmare? Ignorance is strength. You don't want to, you don't want to bog yourself down with all kinds of, Book learnings and knowledges and stuff about things? You don't want that. It'll confuddle your mind and confuse you. And you don't want freedom. That's slavery. You're going to be all the choices and options and the never-ending stress of having to manage your own life and make your own decisions. Oi, what do you do? There's so much to worry about if the government will take care of that for you, right? You're a slave to your own freedom, don't you understand? Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength, and war is peace. So we must fight the Russians. And why are we fighting the Russians? Well, because they're the new boogeyman. Uh, We ran out of Al-Qaeda. That's all done now. And ISIS went away, and that's all done now. So we've got the domestic terror problem, which is apparently what this is. Uh, But as well, the Russians. These people have wanted to uh, break the Russians for quite a while. They've basically been the um, go-to enemy of, of, you know, Decades old, old grudges and so on. But since the end of the Soviet Union, uh, they pivoted towards the uh, you know the Middle East and con- wars of conquest and so on. Russia inconveniently has uh, resurged a little bit under the leadership of Vladimir Putin, and though not the global superpower it once was, is still a respectably strong and, and powerful country. Can it take over the world? Is it going to take over Europe and threaten democracy? Absolutely not. That is insane. That's <laughs> crazy. It's not going to happen. But that's what they're telling people. And again, what they say versus what they do. We could go, I've talked about this ad nauseum in the past. We could go over it again. The Maidan revolution in Ukraine, the Ukrainian democratically elected government was overthrown in what many are believed to be a CIA-backed color revolution. If you want to look that up, that's just generally the, the, the strategy of that installed their own uh, puppet government, which then proceeded on an ethnic cleansing campaign of ethnic Russians in eastern Ukraine, Uh, death squads running around killing people. This is where the the famous Azov Battalion that Derek loves so much has come from. (laughs) The uh, sarcastic Azov Battalion, the the, the Hurricane Battalion, the Tornado Battalion, all of these guys, these basically uh, roaming ethnic killing death squads uh, went around uh, for years. And uh, a civil war essentially uh, broke out in Ukraine since 2014 to, you know, current times of uh, ethnic uh, ethnic Russians and Eastern Ukrainians versus uh, the Ukrainian regime and uh, its Western-backed uh, string pullers at the same time. It's become revealed, thanks to Elon Musk, that the, the, the Democrat Party in the United States has been cleaning a lot of money using this, uh, using this crisis and this notoriously corrupt government in the Ukraine uh, to launder money through. The current uh, presidential regime, along with his son, is having, according to the laptop, which never existed, right, of course it did, but they lied to you and told you that it didn't exist. Uh, proves this. Proves that there's collusion there, there's business interests there, and so on. 
A lot of deep corruption happening there. A lot of horrible things happening there. Uh, uh, illegal chemical weapons research is going on there. There's all kinds of insinuations of a, a grotesque amount of human trafficking is going on in there. Never mind the obvious genocide and ethnic cleansing, again, of, of people in eastern Ukraine. That was never mentioned. That never, was never talked about. That, that was happening from 2014 on and no one said a word because we were worried about orange man bad weren't we orange man bad that's what you need to worry about right and at the same time as you know russia keeps increasing uh its rhetoric and raising alarms saying hey you want to stop killing people in there it's a bit of a problem what was the west doing they were arming the ukrainian regime giving them more and more weapons and then seeking to deploy missile bases on russia's doorstep in the name of nato which is of course uh one step too far for the russians and putin's not going to allow this he's not going to allow you to put nuclear weapons <laughs> nuclear weapon capable missile launchers right outside his fucking house that's crazy that's what caused the cuban missile crisis if you recall when the soviets tried to put nuclear weapons happens in cuba right off the coast of florida so it shouldn't be a surprise that he doesn't like this but that's of course russian aggression um nato didn't want to back down from this they kept insisting on it and and this kept has the killings kept escalating the the, the civil war keeps escalating the the money and funding and weapons and training of ukrainian forces keeps escalating keeps escalating uh, you're in it now there's nothing left to be done so the russians finally decided to uh invade and occupy these territories where this where this was taking place, and uh, we've been fighting a never-ending war uh, with them ever since. The entire Western world has been pouring money and guns and everything you can imagine into the Ukraine uh, since then, and uh, a lot of people are making a lot of money on it right now. This is a nice visual representation. Each one of these dots represents a hundred thousand dollars from the United States. Uh, red military, blue uh, government spending, and yellow humanitarian aid. Just piling in there. Uh, one dot is representative of a of hundred thousand dollars. So, and that's just America. Every other country, of course, you know, good old Zelensky's been running around on it. Please give me money in his one shirt. He's in no other shirts. It's the only shirt he owns. He's constantly dressed like he just left the talk. He just left the tactical, you know, command area. But but he hasn't gone back to the. He's in between. You know, he just because he's such a hard worker man. It's like the it's like the cynical. Uh, you know, when politicians, like, they take their suit jackets off and they roll their sleeves up, you know, to show you that they're just like you. They're just a hard-working, regular guy just like you. It's so stupid ridiculous. Like, this guy's ever going to be anywhere near any kind of fucking uh, battle area anytime soon. I doubt he's even in the country. He's probably hiding out in Poland this whole time. Which is now talking about recruiting or drafting 200,000 people to be trained for military, uh, uh, military purposes. That's a good sign. The Americans are sending uh, more tanks, more missiles, weapons, defensive systems, and so on. So essentially, this is their, This is the way they're going to try and bleed the Russians out and break them is um, in this quagmire. This is not the Russians fighting. The Russians, Russia's not fighting Ukraine. Russia is fighting the entire Western world in Ukraine right now, including soldiers, including uh, this isn't Ukrainian armed people, although they are making a portion of it. I think there's, I read a figure there that suggests maybe even up to 500,000 to potentially a million Ukrainians have been killed so far in this totally avoidable and pointless fucking war as is most of them uh we're still going here by the way it's at 50 billion military aid 23 billion government aid and 13 billion humanitarian aid where's that all going this must be funding the witches i I, you know i'm glad the witches are being funded this is a better angle this is what bought this is what your money bought everybody witches because none of this money could be could be earmarked for health care in your own countries for your own militaries uh no that's that's all out the window we need to Slava Ukraine at any cost and just dump money in there uh, forever. 
perhaps you know forever because Russian aggression because the Russians are trying to take over even though it's uh, it's been revealed uh, through ex Chancellor uh, former Chancellor Angela Merkel has confessed that the Minsk agreements uh, were a farce essentially which was a uh, sort of a, uh, a a treaty a peace treaty an agreement signed with the Russians in 2014 in in Minsk which is why it was named that. And uh, this was this was to to make to make sure there was peace in the region and this wouldn't spiral out of control and we gotta you know make sure the Ru- except that she says it was really just an attempt to quote buy time for Ukraine Ukraine use this time to become stronger as you can see today uh, Ukraine in 2014-15 and Ukraine today are not the same she says according to the ex chancellor quote it was clear for everyone that the conflict was suspended and the problem was not resolved but it was exactly what gave ukraine the priceless time they had always intended to fight this war with the russians and it was never negotiating in good faith uh, a lot is being said today about the legal assessment of the situation around ukraine about some tribunals and all kinds of that thing uh says uh russian foreign uh, ministry spokesman maria zakharova this, however, is a solid bid for tribunal. The things that Merkel said in her interview, this is a, this is a, uh, is a testimony of a person who stated it directly, indirectly, that everything that was done in 14 and 15 had only one goal, to divert the global community's attention from the real problems, to buy some time, to pump the Kiev regime with weapons, and to lead the situation to a large-scale conflict. They are manufacturing a global war using the Ukraine uh, as a method to do so. Okay, Ukraine, you and Poland should talk. Do you, you know how much, the, I mean, I don't have time, but the amount of shit in common between the country of Poland and the country of Ukraine is right now? Oh, oh, it's like, it's like, you know, twins with DeVito and Schwarzenegger. It's a, <laughs> imagine, imagine a third party country who really is at the, is at the mercy of all these superpower of these much more powerful countries, uh, manipulating it. Being used as some kind of pretext, jumping off point, you know, Cass's belly, if you will, to to ensnare a, a bigger purpose, a bigger reason, a bigger war, maybe. Can you imagine something like that happening? I don't think anything like that's ever happened. Or is that how it's always happened, actually? I'm not sure. Depends on whose side you're on. But, uh, yeah, this does sound familiar. But thank goodness we're not getting involved directly. That's just, it's humanitarian aid and Slava Ukraine. Because I know somebody who's from Ukraine. And shut up, shut up. Do you understand the implications are of sending not only weapons and, and ammunition and all of this. We're, we're, but we're not fighting the, Ru- we are at war with Russia right now. And that can spiral out of control into a nuclear conflict literally at any time. And everyone's just asleep at the wheel on this one. Worse than that. Well, no, not, we'll get to that. what's worse than that in just a minute. But giving them all these weapons, uniforms, guns, etc., you're enabling the killing capacity of the Ukrainian military on the Russians. So you're helping, you're helping kill Russians, essentially. That is potentially an act of war in itself. It's not internationally recognized as such. Generally, that is a kind of, you know, it's a greasy move. But if, this, if war was a sport, technically that's legal. That's a legal move. Uh, you know, that's just how it's been done. And it's one of these above board, like, you know, I don't know. You know, the Americans did it in World War II. They funded the Russians very, 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 very well against the Germans. And the Germans definitely would have defeated them had it not been for that. Not just the Russians or not just the Americans. The British did that as well. All of the Western world funded, well, except the Germans, obviously, and uh, in Romania and, and their allies, Finland and so on. Funded the Russians uh, uh, against them, and the same thing is, uh, is happening now. So that's but 
you know, and then and then Germany, of course, went to oh my oh they atta- they're attacking Americans. How would they do that? Because we were just giving them money, and that's totally legal, right? Sure, but what's worse than that is is sending actual uniformed uh, y- units and and members of your own military on clandestine uh, overseas black ops against against Russia, and then bragging about it in the news. That's so now your troops are. See, sounds like they're killing Russian troops. That's that is actually a declaration of war, and that opens you up to hey, first strike policy. Russia's now talking about revising its first strike policy to where it's like, ah, oh, we'll just we'll just nuke you if it if it it becomes clear that we are on an on a collision course to armed conflict. Like you're you're circling each other in the parking lot, and guys got a knife out. Like you're gonna fight. This is there's no way out of this. This is happening whether you like it or not. Uh, the first strike policy is once you've reached that point of no return, the Rubicon, you just you fire the nukes. You try and nuke them first before they nuke you, and that's your best chance of, of survival and success at that stage. So that's what they're talking about. As everyone's you know yelling about Orange Man bad, and you know Nick Fuentes said mean things about Jews and so on like that. Uh, this is happening in the background, in case anyone's uh, anyone's concerned. Royal Marines, which is the United Kingdom, have taken part in quote high risk covert operations in Ukraine. General reveals for first time. Good. So we're bragging about it in the news. Let's, let's just uh, let's just get it over with. Uh, Lieutenant General Robert McGowan says Marines went to Ukraine before and after the invasion. Said they operated in a hugely sensitive environment with high level of risk. Royal Navy spokesman a spokesperson told Mail Online Marines did not serve any combat function. Sure they didn't. Sure they didn't. They're just right next to the guys doing it. Right. They're just handing them the grenades to be thrown as they throw them. My God, you're just really. And the United Kingdom's not the only one. If you think Canada and the United States aren't doing the exact same thing, how many videos have we played now? And how many videos are there out there of Eng- very English-sounding people, English proper, with a British accent in many cases, or an American accent, or a Canadian accent? These are these are our people running around in Ukrainian uniforms. I mean, I mean, at what stage? At what stage are they going to admit? Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess we're just at war now, and then we're just going to start bombing each other's cities and so on. Uh, the chief of NATO says relations with Russia are destroyed, even if fighting ends. Of obviously, Secretary General uh, Stoltenberg has offered his bluntest and most dire assessment to date of relations, uh, saying that even if the war were to end quickly, relations are beyond repair. He described that as far as NATO is concerned, relations at this point have been destroyed. So, war is the only option, is what he's saying. This, uh, this again, globalist pro-war scumbag who is not going to be anywhere near a single bullet being fired. All of the people calling for this, purporting for this, saying, give us money, we need your tax money. The, what they want now is your money. They want your tax money. They want your resources now. Next, they're going to want your sons and daughters. That's what they're going to want next. For their, for their big game they're going to play here in Ukraine. And you know who's going to go? None of them. None of them. Just wait for it. You'll see it. You'll see Canadian politicians, American politicians, British, Australian, all over the world beating their chest saying, we have to stop Russian aggression, and this can't stand, and this can't go on, and blah, 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 blah. Send us your children to go die in these holes. Are you going? Hey, peeps, are you going? You're not very old. You can join, well, because we have such high standards in the Canadian military, you can join up to be an officer up until you're in your late 50s. (laughs) Right? What are you, 48? You got lots lots of time, buddy. Infantry's infantry's, uh, hiring. You're double boosted. Get in there. Get in there, you rapscallion. You. You want to go uh, kill some Russians? You start. Let's start with you. You want to sacrifice people's childrens? You want. You want to say childrens? 
sacrifice people's children you want to spill blood you want to send people off to to die in a in a, in a hellhole that makes no fucking sense and no one can even explain this war the best you can do is say russian aggression the, the russians are bad because they're bad because of why because of all the fucking james bond movies i've seen over the years because of all the cold war propaganda because sylvester stallone fought ivan drago and rocky four like what are you really basing this on what is your actual basis of an argument for this exactly well they invaded Ukraine. Did they invade Ukraine? Oh, okay. So invading countries is a big no-no. That's what we're, we're holding people accountable for invading countries, are we? Uh, let me run through a list of places. Maybe you've heard of a couple of these before. Iraq, Syria, Libya, Somalia, Yemen. Is any of this, is any of this rattling uh, anything coming loose here for you? We need to bomb the Iranian. We've been doing nothing but invading and bombing countries my entire adult life. Literally my entire adult life. Okay, so that argument holds zero fucking water with me. And by the way, I was actually there uh, in those wars. You were not, not a single one of these people who are going to sit there all day and beat the drums of war. Story never changes. It's the same thing. And I don't think anything in this world makes me angrier and hot under the collar than that, than seeing some kind of rich elitist piece of shit grew up with every fucking opportunity they could fucking imagine and have been sitting there doing nothing but sucking on the public sector teat from the government, getting rich and riching themselves central oh everything's going great for me oh we need a war you know who should go all the poor people i'm gonna stay here as fucking always and send you to go and then you know maybe i'll get your name wrong when i read it at a fucking cenotaph on remembrance day someday true story that's that's gonna be my contribution to your to your suffering you're asking for more than we're willing to give right now really well you're asking us to give our soldiers and our sons and daughters and our lives for a cause that you fucking believe in you're asking for more than i'm willing to give right now and forever you want to go you want to go fight your big war big man you want to go be a superhero get on the bus leave the kids out of it It's all bullshit. Cindy Lee, thank you very much. Since they are saying there's about 18 kids in my hospital on ventilators here because of this new strain of the flu. Translation, kids that got the jab are getting sick and the hospitals are killing them. People's health doesn't seem to be getting better. I know that. Thank goodness for the vaccines, or it would have been worse. Say the line, Bart. Say the line, Bart. Thank goodness I got it, or it would have been worse. Right? Uh... Torkil says, been in the children's hospital ER over 100 times in seven years due to having a kid with a catastro- with catastrophic epilepsy. That's terrible. Sorry to hear that. Went several weeks ago. Busiest we've ever seen. Vast majority of kids are in for pneumonia. In 2020, we had the ER to ourselves. Pediatricians will be lining up for MAID. Welcome back. Rage Dest to Stalin, right? Thank you. What did I say? I said, wait till flu season rolls around. For last... Since last year. It's like, well, you got it now. And you know what? Curiously, I just can't find that video of this doctor who described... He took, I took, he took blood from... 
and then follow them through there. And compared their, uh, again, not like layman's terms, their markers in the in the blood analysis to denote the health of their immune system, essentially. And what he found was a lot of these people seem to have AIDS, uh, which is an immune, you know, autoimmune deficiency disorder. Their immune systems are comp- they're they're not good. They're bad shape, bad shape immune system. And he tested it on a couple dozen people of his patients, and it was always the same thing. And he was like, well, this is troubling. This is very bad because this points to a catastrophic situation in the future where um, people are going to have widespread uh, compromised immune systems. And when you take what is already, you know, can be a little strenuous on the healthcare system, flu season, when people are, you know, people get sick this time of year, less vitamin D, you're inside, you know. Uh, people are drinking garbage and eating candy. It's people get sick around this time, especially in Canada. Uh, December, January, it's when it's February, and it's everybody gets you know everybody's getting sick. What's going to happen when all those people with, with compromised immune systems get sick? Are they going to be more sick or less sick? I would guess they're going to be a lot more sick than they used to be. So I had been predicting this flu season. Stay away. From, you are going to see some shit in some hospitals, dude. Because what was it last couple of years? It was pretty empty, right? During the, it was catastrophe. Oh my God! The hospitals are, are nurses making TikTok videos. Have you guys noticed? Where all the tick? Where all the? Where all the choreographed dancing go? That you had so much time to not only film and edit and upload and produce to put on social media, but to rehearse. You had time to gather numerous fucking people. Numerous. Like a dozen. Sometimes it seemed like the whole hospital was on it. You know, some of these videos I saw fifty, a hundred people in their in the in the hallways doing you know timed choreographed dancing, coming in and out of doorways. Oh, get the vaccine, do 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 do. Who the fuck has time for that? You must have been some busy. I, it's odd because I've seen all that. That's all gone away. Do you think maybe something else is? That maybe they're busy with something else. Maybe they're busy doing their jobs now. That's what I've been hearing. And why could that? Why is that? Weren't really busy to super duper busy. Everything was relatively normal. Now it's now it's a fucking nightmare. Jeez, I wonder. It's probably white supremacy. Well, what else could it be? Blam says the fight ain't over there. It's right here in our own streets and cities. It's in your mind. It's in the mind and hearts and souls of the people that live here. That's where the war because it can once they get in there and they get in here they can make you do anything. But yeah, I, I guess if you're on the street then it's technically there too. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'm agreeing with you. I don't know why I'm arguing. I just do that. It's my it's my default mode. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were talking about wars and stuff, and uh, I'm gonna get back to that in just a second. Um, but I really, I gotta pee real bad. I made it through almost three whole streams. I haven't had to get up once. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I do like to do this sometimes though. Um, obviously I'm a, I'm a pretty anti-war guy. I always have been, uh, not to the point that it's, you know, never, never. I do believe you need a strong military and I think it should be, uh, very well trained and professional as much as possible because it's like having a fire extinguisher in your house. You never want to use that. Or a first aid kit. But I want it there just in case I do. I hope I never have to use it. But if I do, if there is a fire, I need to be able to put that out. If somebody cuts their wrist open, I need to be able to fix that or and you know, mitigate stop the bleeding, you know? That's a that's not an optional 
Ah, well, we'll just call somebody. No, this is a serious problem that you need to be prepared for. So a military, a strong, formidable, robust military is necessary to the to the freedom of anybody, to, to a country, a, a town, like city-state on upward, right? Otherwise, somebody's going to come and take your shit and impose their will on you, and there needs to be that deterrent that you can defend yourself. It's no different than having someone that's uh, very well trained in martial arts. That's why I put all of my children in that at the, as soon as they were able to. That's just part of, their, uh, part of their routine, their activities. They train multiple times a week in various disciplines because, number one, it's good for them mentally, it's good for their physical health, they socialize, they learn some skills, and they're going to have the confidence that they can fuck some people up if, they ever, if it ever comes down to it you know, when they're adults, right? But not, not to go and do it. But to know in their minds that, hey, <laughs> you know, if homie don't dance, I, I'd suggest finding another partner, okay? Because I'm, I'm going to mess you up. All right? People are less likely to try and take advantage of them, push them around, and so on. You know what I mean? Common sense. Uh, so that being said, hopefully you never, ever have to. It's not, it's not something, a, mil, a strong military, just like a, a very you know, deep skill set in, in uh, unarmed combat, in mixed martial arts, it's not an excuse to then go around using it on people to get what you want, which is also equally evil. You know, that's terrible. Wanting to have defenseless people you can prey upon and then having a ton of power to, to project it on other people. Also evil. Also evil. <laughs> you know? So at a last resort, uh, you know, if you have to fight, then fight to fucking win and, you know, go hard. But uh, most times it's not. Many times in history, especially uh, the world wars, you know, just a grotesque loss of human life for totally avoidable reasons. But because billionaires get to talk and they get to they decide who gets to, uh, you know, be important and listen to and who doesn't. Uh, you know, rich people fight each other and everybody else, uh, all the regular people die. I recently watched a movie that I've been uh, waiting for for a while. It's called All Quiet on the Western Front. It's available on Netflix, if you can believe this or not. Um, it's an adaptation of a, of a novel written by Eric uh, something. Can't remember the guy's name. Uh, he's a World War I veteran, a German guy. It's from the German perspective. And um, it's one of the greatest uh, anti-war novels uh, ever written and ever made. And, and same with this film. This movie is incredible. If you haven't seen it, um, it's insanely good. It is insanely good. It just nails the, the emotions and the, and the, I mean, <laughs> do you ever see that meme? It's like, you can't smell a move. And then it just stop. There's a few scenes in this movie where I was like, I can smell it. You know, it, it just, it, it's outstanding and it's a great message, right? It's a war movie. It's enjoyable in that sense, but it's also very dark and very realistic and very, She's, it's fucking horrible, boys, you know, and um, at the end of the day, you're going to throw your life away for something, it had, it, uh, it had better be worth it. Is it worth it? Is it? Are, do, do you, are you okay with it? That's why, that was always the litmus test. I'm going to show you the trailer for this movie in a second, but that was always my litmus, litmus test was, if you were going to get on the bus to go to the airport, get on the, get on the, you know, the Globemaster or whatever, and they're going to fly you to a you know, deployment, but you are, no for sure, uh, you know, you get an app on your phone that alerts you to what your status will be when this is over. You're gonna have your arms blown off. You're gonna be blind. Your 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 dick's not gonna work anymore because you don't have one because it's gone. You know, it's melted in a in a napalm fire or something. Or you're gonna be dead. And that's un- there's no way out. That is that is what is going to happen regardless. Are you still gonna get on the bus? If the answer is no, that's a bullshit war. If the answer is yes, then you know that this cause is worth my I, whatever happens to me. It's I I we, this has to happen. It it it's that serious. I'm willing to throw my life away for that. that. That's how serious. That's how strongly I feel about it. Very well, get on the bus. But if the answer is no, that being said, 
How many people want to, you know, you want to go to war if you know you're going to die? Are you willing to die for any of these? I don't know. Something to think about. Check it out. I'll be right back. All quiet on the Western Front. Outstanding movie. It's probably one of the best war movies ever made. It's insane. It's insanely good. Uh, <laughs> and kind of depressing. But, you know, the story's worth telling. It's worth telling right. And uh, I think I think that one, uh, that one did a, it was a pretty good job. Did a pretty good job of doing that. All right. Where were we? Yeah, wars and, and stuff. NATO relations are destroyed. Oh, yeah, we're funding the witches. That's good. But again, it continues. Patriot missiles are now being sent to, uh, to Ukraine in another major escalation. The administration of the, the American administration is finalizing plans to send the Patriot missile defense systems that could be announced as soon as this week. Uh, oh, boy. If approved, this could be a tipping point in the conflict leading to a direct confrontation between nuclear-armed powers. Given transfer of Patriots would mark the longest-range missile sent to Ukraine this far. Washington has so far been reluctant, despite Kiev officials since nearly the start of the invasion making repeat pleas for the U.S. to help close the sky. Oh, as the uh, Guardian reviewed of the dangers involved in sending the Patriot long sought by Ukrainians, the missiles have a range of up to 300 kilometers but so far, the U.S. and its allies, including the United Kingdom, have declined to supply them because they could be used to hit targets inside Russia. Supplying them would help bring the war to an end as soon as possible. Would it? Or would it escalate it dramatically? I think that's what you really mean. Uh, they have been long deployed in neighboring Poland, but Ukrainian leaders have been persistent in requesting them on their own soil. Amid a major increase, uptick is not a word, and I refuse to use it. In recent Russian aerial attacks, former UK Prime Minister Boris this week urged the Wall Street Journal op-ed for the West to get serious about supplying Patriots and other anti-air systems, including military aircraft. They, there's, there's no end. There's no end to it. 
What are we even talking about here? What in the fuck are you doing? Where does it end? Can you read a book? We just want to send some missiles. We just want to send some money. We just want to send some tank. We're just going to send everything. We're going to we're going to contribute to as many dead Russians as possible, and that certainly won't escalate anything. Meanwhile, uh, the Chinese have been uh, funding elections in Canada, uh, candidates in Canada. No one seems to care very much about that. That's now public. That's mainstream knowledge now. What we've been yelling about for years. That's now mainstream knowledge. So that that's cool. You know who they're friends with? The Russians as well. They're, they're not gonna. They're certainly going to take advantage of this situation at the right time. Okay, how you feeling over there, Taiwan? Good. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I'd be getting the fuck out of there. Why were you? That's uh, that's not good. But wait, <laughs> there's more. Oh, we're just going to keep sending them bombs and guns and everything and everything we possibly can uh, to provoke them. And no one knows it's happening. Now, who who is even against? Is there anyone? I've never seen this before either. You know, in my short lifetime, there was the Iraq War, the Afghanistan, all, all of that. But there was a strong anti-war element at that time. Tip and but they were. Uh, do you know who they normally are? Liberals. They're normally left-wing people. Pinkos, commies. You know, hippies. Those kinds of people. Um, that faction of. Like the the political discourse has simply evaporated into thin air. They are now pro war, if you can imagine that. the The Occupy Wall Street crowd, you know, the the Free Palestine crowd. You know what they're doing now? Justice for Floyd, Slava Ukraine, pro war. Whatever the TV says. There was a million people that marched on Washington, D.C. before the invasion of Iraq to protest that invasion. You know what they did? They invaded anyway. A million other people in Trafalgar Square in the United Kingdom marched on the government buildings, or perhaps it was the Prime Minister's residence, can't remember, in 2003 before the Iraq War to protest the invasion, and they invaded anyway. Now everybody's throwing up pro-war flags and signs everywhere. That's what that means. And there's war crimes happening over there at a very impressive clip. I mean, they're making ISIS and Al-Qaeda look like lazy. You want to see some shit if you're into that? You're like the, the gore videos and the crazy, like how debased and, and soulless and horrible people can really be? It's on the internet, baby. And it's a lot of Ukrainian-backed uh, people uh, doing pretty awful murderously insane things that's not on the news for some reason once you realize that the news is curated it's chosen it's picked they they have access to all the same things that we we do probably more but they choose what to show you because there's only so much time in a day so they prioritize things a certain way and how do they do that well profits is number one profits is always number one um, 
And to fuel those profits, the interested parties need you to do the things that they want you to do. They, not only do they need you to buy the things that they want you to buy, they need you to support the causes that they want you to support to suit their own agenda. So the corporate-owned media, which is what it is, decides, or rather is told, is coached, it's curated for you, uh, what, what, you're, what you're going to consume, what you're going to see, what you're going to be told about any given subject. And now, today, it has reached such lengths of, uh, and heights of control and influence as it's never been seen before in human history. There is more control over the things you see and hear now than ever in fucking history. So is it any wonder that all of a sudden these people that maybe used to sort of have a semblance of a brain could recognize, hey, there's no need to be running around the world smashing and blowing up and killing poor people. This is always just as clearly about oil. I mean, that was as obvious as the tail on a horse to anybody paying any attention back then in those days. And a lot of them were liberals. A lot of them were lefties, right? I was part of that crowd. Where'd you go, guys? What happened? Remember, remember fucking George Bush is a war criminal? Remember, remember, uh, you know, trials for Tony Blair? Does anybody, does no one remember this? I do. I was there. Where did, where did everybody go? Oh, you're, you're out yelling about orange man. And getting Ukraine tattoos because you're pro-war now. This one, this one you do like. That's very bizarre. (laughs) At least in the last one, it made sense because, I mean, Americans did get killed and the whole Twin Towers thing was pretty traumatizing for a lot of people. But this this is just straight up TV told you to do it and off you went. Holy shit. That's pretty scary. What else are they going to tell you to do and that, that you're going to do? Just, uh, let's just, we'll see. If you go to China, uh, they're piloting it uh, a few years ago in Shenzhen. So I lived overseas. If you go to Shenzhen, back in 2017, they already had facial recognition cameras there. So if you jaywalked in Shenzhen, they would immediately detect that and send you a notification. And they would deduct money from your, what they call WeChat account. They, they use two main apps, WeChat and Alipay. So you can actually deduct your money directly from your account. This is four years ago, so this is not like mm. some sort of conspiracy theory. It's not something that's going to happen 10 years into the future. This happened pre-corona in China. And so this system in China that exists, is extremely advanced. They can detect if it's a man or a woman. They can detect, They can guess your age. They can detect what kind of car model it is, who the manufacturer is. This is a sort of technology that we see in all these dystopian sort of films and whatever. And people keep putting it off and thinking that this is something that's going to happen later in my kid's lifetime or my grandkids. It's already here. And if this gets implemented anywhere, especially in a Western nation, it's not going away. Israel is already talking about the fourth shot. Then they're going to be going to herpes, and they're going to ask if you're gay. They're going to be asking if you ate three pizzas this week because it's unhealthy. If you buy certain books in certain countries, your country doesn't like you. You'll lose points in the social credit score system. So this is already the reality of the world in certain places, and we need to be aware of that if we don't want that or if we do. And to be perfectly honest, anybody who wants this vaccine passport, it's a misnomer. It's total control. Everything you do or don't do will be calculated to the point where if they can detect your GPS signal, if you have a phone on you, they can detect who you're hanging out with. Oh, you're hanging out with somebody that said something bad nine years ago on Weibo, okay, like a Chinese equivalent to Facebook or something like that, right? Oh, you lose two points. Oh, you bought Japanese books. You lose five points because you don't like Japan. This is what is going to come here because it's already there. And we're doing that a little bit with contact tracing for COVID, aren't we? So that they can see where you're at and who you're with. The simple reality is, is that the technology that CSIS has and all these big tech corporations, they already know where you are. It's just that they don't want to shock the system too much. And admit- too bad they can't understand a meme, huh, Cesis? <laughs> hey, low blow, too soon? Uh, fuck you. That they have it. 
Edward Snowden revealed all this back in 2013. He, he fled to Hong Kong. They wouldn't keep him there. So now he's in Russia. Yeah. But the NSA has all of your information. They know your Google searches from like February 9th, 2004 in a bunker in Colorado. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> right, trouble. right. They have all this information. So, but they don't, like in the U.S., they have the Fourth Amendment. They can't, they're not supposed to track you forever, right? So they pretend they don't have it, but they do. Yep. If they really want to utilize it. Yep, they sure do. And uh, this is what they can do legally and what they can't for now. It's a big part of the problem. Like they can, they can, they know, but they can't act on a lot of it because that would be, you know, it's illegal to gather in the first place. But if you're, you're going to pretend like they don't know, they know, buddy. Anything with a battery, it's, uh, it's under control, and that's why it's such an insidious thing that needs to be stopped. Okay, um, now Elon Musk is, is calling the uh, Canadian online legislation an attempt to muzzle Canadians because it is. And when you allow them to do stuff like this, people end up, you know, signing up for and supporting wars that don't make any sense. Sending their children to die, getting experimental, uh, you know, medical procedures done. Maybe maybe they decide, hey, it's probably popular and and in and and progressive to maybe coach my son to be a drag queen. And we'll we'll see whatever that does to his mental state. Maybe he's going to hang out with uh, just show me your dick guy and and suck D and sing song or whatever. You know, let's just, you know, because... This narrative of what is to be and how things are to have uh, are to be done is not to be challenged in any way, and anyone that does is to be silenced for wrong think for for white supremacy and in, in colonizing or something. How dare they? How dare they try to have people look at things from other angles and get a more complete picture about what's going on? Who the fuck do they think they are ruining my dystopia? We need to muzzle them. He waded into the discussion over the Prime Minister's uh, plans to further regulate online conduct and speech, calling it an attempt to muzzle Canadians. Um, Canada's Liberal government wants to regulate internet content and deputize social media companies to enforce hate speech uh, bans with a low and murky threshold for what hate is. Uh, I hope he, Elon Musk, takes a stand against this. Um, sounds like an attempt to muzzle the voice of people in Canada, wrote Elon Musk to uh, Andrew Lawton on Wednesday morning. The post, like many of Musk's, was quickly liked by tens of thousands, but quickly liked by tens of thousands of times. Who typed this on their phone? I said that we can't do this as a company anymore, guys. Tell them, tell True North, no more typing things on phone because it's auto-correcting again. Tens of thousands of times, tens of thousands of. Liked by tens of thousands of times. It's not a sentence that makes sense. Stop submitting things to be edited on your phones. Go to work. Put on your pants. Get a laptop. I don't care. I just I can't. I'm tired of reading these. <laughs> Musk isn't the only leading tech figure to have concerns with liberal online legislation. YouTube, which is owned by Google, is currently campaigning against Bill C-11, which would see online platforms forced to tweak their algorithm to promote content favored by the government. Uh huh. So even even Google is concerned now. That's I don't know who we're waiting. Who else is going to express concern? Oh, the Imperial Empire from an alternate dimension is expressing concern over the Canadian government's attempts to muzzle free speech. Hmm. We've just got a telegram from the past. Actually, Joseph Stalin is expressing concern over Canada's attempts to limit speech. And what do they do and how do they treat him? Like a terrorist. 
Because everyone's a right-wing, dangerous... Anyone that becomes a problem. This is, this is just how it is now, okay? And has been for a while. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, what you say, what you've done, how much money you have, who you are before. None of that matters at all. This is all a construct. None of this is real. This is all bullshit. As soon as you become an enemy of the of the zeitgeist, you are now a right wing extremist, terrorist, QAnon, you know, uh, racist, white supremacy. Now all all of this shit, misogyny, phobia, like how many ins- we've run out of things to call people, haven't we? They become everything at once. That's how you know it's brainwashing. They don't zero in on a specific issue because that would need to make sense. You don't uh, be like, "Wow, he's racist." Why exactly? Oh, he's just he's all the things. It's become a compendium of insults because they've run out of ways to dissuade you from listening to any of these people. Any doesn't matter what they say. Terrorist. You're a problem now. You're going on the list. I've had people uh, people that were helping me uh, when I, you know, when I was in jail, uh, some of them are, are, you know, ostensibly left-wing uh, characters, people, personalities. And you know what they became? Just for talking to me and helping me, they became uh, white supremacy adjacent, you know, unhinged right-wing domestic, all of the same shit. As soon as you step outside the line, it's on. You're a terrorist. I don't, it doesn't matter doesn't matter if you're a palestinian you're a right-wing white supremacy all this a trump supporter probably climate denier unvaccinated fucking hate mongering all of that shit you're going to be all of it as soon as you step on a line and that's what they're doing to him now because he tweeted this he tweeted follow and then put a rabbit emoji that's literally all he did and they're like, oh my god, rabbit! Which again, follow the rap, follow the white rabbit. Technically, is a uh, kind of a nod to the film The Matrix, which I don't hope I don't need doesn't need much explanation. Insinuating there is a rabbit hole of information to the truth of the, of reality, which there is. You know, there's a lot of bad ones that are not correct. They're the rabbit hole to the hospital, um, but. There are a couple, and uh, that's all he said. Follow rabbit emoji, and the internet explodes. Uh, this person, who I love, I love this, by the way. There's no narcissism going on in the health industry, guys. These are doctors. They're the best people ever. Do you like how she needed to put PhD in her in her title next to her blue check mark? People should just, to mock the doctors now, people should just, uh, whatever it is they do, put it in at the end of their thing, you know? (laughs) David Thompson, plumber, you know? (laughs) Ahmed Farouk, taxi driver, you know, whatever it is, put it in there. Shwarma salesman, janitor, Police officer. It's just, we're, is that what we're doing now? We're just telling everybody about our achievements, are we? Because you're not fully yourself. Caroline Orbueno, PhD. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. Thank you, because no one with a PhD has ever been a fucking idiot or a piece of shit ever. 
That's good. Thank goodness we've cleared that up. Because otherwise, I would have thought that maybe Caroline is just a dumb bitch who doesn't know what she's talking about. But since she put PhD in there, I, as a normie zombie imbecile, am now convinced, and I can relax in the in the in the the fact that this person, who's definitely much smarter than me, has got it all figured out. Don't listen to crazy, you know, conspiracy guy. He's out of his mind and crazy because this person who needed to go out of her fucking way to put it in your face that she's a doctor is way she's on top of this okay i don't know who this woman is but i already hate her i already hate her elon musk she says is now explicitly encouraging his 120 million followers nice to start following QAnon. really is that what he's doing put differently oh please elaborate doctor Dr. Imbecile, Dr. Narcissism. Elon Musk is encouraging his 120 million followers to join a domestic terrorism movement. Okay, so there's a lot of overlap here between the QAnon people, the Trump supporters, and then just the right wing in general. There's an overlap, you know, like you ever see the graphs with the circles? Circles and the circles with it. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. Because he tweeted a follow, type the word follow, rabbit emoji, he's encouraging people to join domestic terrorism groups. And um, he, it wasn't just her. It, she wasn't the only one. The same one. There she is again. Oh, she, she's really, really going on about the QAnon stuff. Uh, here's another guy. The minute I saw Elon Musk tweet a rabbit emoji last night, Q himself appeared to me and told me to trust the plan. <laughs> I then joined my local QAnon militia. We're currently on our way to te- Tesla's headquarters to watch JFK rise from the dead. <laughs> nice troll. She's being mocked relentlessly. The Hodge twins said uh, Elon Musk tweets an emoji of a rabbit. Crazed leftist. Elon is encouraging 120 million people to join a domestic terror group. He replies, L-M-A-O-O-O. <laughs> He says, this video, this tutorial video, explains the backstory and tweets a link to the bunny murderous rabbit scene from Monty Python's uh, Monty Python, The Search for the Holy Grail. Bunny emojis are hate speech, he says. Uh, when uh, this person says, how many hit pieces will there be tomorrow from the New York Times, the Washington Post? Rabbits are the new symbol of the right-wing hate. Here's why they're dangerous. I mean, that's how crazy things have become. That's where we're at now, man. And this is part of the reason they don't like him. He's disbanded the Trust and Safety Council after inaction on child porn. So all of the problems with Twitter, all the problems with... on let's We're going to talk about online harms and online hate, and we need to do this, we need to do that. Because, and this is just a theory, everyone's like, why doesn't the, the, the left especially never wants to talk about this or look at it and just ignores it entirely? And then the left will accuse the right of being obsessed with it. Why are you so obsessed with all this child porn? Why aren't you? Why aren't you? And my... Uh, and I don't even like the left-right paradigm anymore. I just basically think sane people and crazy people. That's all it is to me. You're either out of your fucking mind or you're not, and that's it. Or you're brainwashed and you're you're corrupt with the mind virus, or you're not. Uh, you know that that's basically it. But I feel like a lot of those people are coddled. They're kind of babyish. They 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 still believe the world is a pretty good place and everything's rosy's posy and yippee doo and high fives and oh look a new baby yeah everything's wonderful. It doesn't even rain in this version of reality that they live in. Uh, so, you know, everything is hate, everything's scary, They're, they've got PTSD from tweets and, you know, this kind of thing. So do you, is it really, is it really shocking to, to try and understand that, like, why can't they, uh, why don't they want to look at this new thing? They're not mentally capable. 
they're too mentally, spiritually, and emotionally weak and devoid of, of uh, you know, the strength to, to look into the dark, as it were. They, they can't do it, and they, they can't process that it even exists or that it's a real thing, so they just, they just don't think about it at all. They just look away from it. They just don't even, it doesn't even register. Because it's like, uh, it's like you're, you know, people being traumatized, their mind, you know, protects them and then will erase memories. Like, you don't even remember things happening to you. You have people when they're traumatized as kids and so on. It's like that. They just can't handle it. So they're like, nope. And they, it doesn't happen. And then they mock people that bring it up. So how, who's really the awful person in this situation? You've got the, you know, the, the progressive, loving, tolerant leftist that is, in, that is mocking people that are concerned that there is a wide-open industry of child sex exploitation, which there is. That is not a conspiracy theory. There is a very much a, a billion-dollar industry in, in, sex, uh, in sex trade slavery, Men, much, a ton of it, including children, and uh, it seems to be worse than ever. It seems to be involving, oh, well, let's go back to the Epstein thing and more. Quite a few powerful people. It, it's, very, it's a very big concern, and uh, if... if how do you prioritize your concerns and your time? What do you? What? Where do you start? Who? Well, a lot of people like to prioritize. Well, what's the biggest problem? What needs my attention the most? Uh, are you going to worry about? Uh, you know? Oh, gee, I think I broke my finger while your house is burning down. I think you'll worry about getting out of the house and get your family out of the house before you know dealing with this priorities. So if you're looking around at problems that exist in the world and go, are people stealing, selling, and fucking children? Who? Who the fuck is doing that? Stop everything. How? How did this even... And, and not not a couple people. I'm not talking about like some weird guys living in a van downtown on the outskirts of town. I mean in an industry. Billions of dollary dues. Professional. Human trafficking. Like how Apple delivers you a new iPhone every every year, every couple of years, maybe every six months. These people can produce and deliver children for predators to use whenever they need a new one. That's happening in the world we live in right now. And there's and these people are like to mock them that they're concerned about that, that that's caused them some alarm. That that's an industry that is horrifying and shouldn't exist and should be fought with the very last ounce of strength in its entirety of the human race to destroy. Everything that we have should be focused on eradicating that entire industry and anyone that even looked at it in a curious way should be absolutely annihilated. Oh, gee, maybe I'll get into selling children on the... Nope, absolutely not. That's fucking insane. You know, how do we get to places like this? And this is, this was, people were just widely sharing child porn on Twitter until Elon Musk showed up, but they're mad about his rabbit emoji. He's trying to do concrete action on like, yeah, there's people taking advantage of children around that. We got to do something about this. And your, your problem is he, he tweeted a rabbit emoji. Even though the the platform that he's just taken over has been rife with child pornography this entire time, that you didn't you didn't feel like why are we just learning this now? Twitter has devolved, dissolved its trust and safety council after new owner criticized the group over a long-standing lack of action to rid the platform of child sexual abuse material. What a monster! 
He says, we've decided the Trust and Safety Council is not the best structure to do this. Our work to make Twitter a safe and formative place will be moving faster and more aggressively than ever before. We'll continue to welcome your ideas going forward about how to achieve this. We'll also continue to explore opportunities to provide focus and timely input into our work. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Trust and Safety Council has been criticized by Musk for not taking action to remove the uh, 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 material from Twitter. After three members of the council resigned in protest over allegations of increased hate speech on the platform, Musk declared on December 10th that it was a crime that they refused to take action on child exploitation for years. Former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey replied to Musk saying, this is false. No, it is not, Musk replied. When Ella Irwin, who now runs Trust and Safety, joined Twitter earlier this year, almost no one was working on child safety. Interesting. He said, I made it top priority immediately, as it, as it should be. Okay. I don't think he's promoting crazy conspiracy theories. I obviously don't think a lot of a very large percentage of the QAnon stuff is is batshit, and I think it's an enemy disinformation campaign. To be quite honest with you, uh, to muddy the water, to confuse people, to provide uh, you know, chale. Why do I always say this? Chale. It's not a thing, bro. Tail chasing exercises, like uh, you know that. Valuable time and energy could be spent on solving problems and organizing and getting people together. And, and but, but you're not. You're you're running around and looking for crazy nonsense and following the Queen Queen Ramona Dudulo in her fucking RV on a cross country you know real life action version of Spaceballs. Whatever it is you guys are doing, right? Too bad. Good thing that QAnon came up and, and made a bunch of people nuts, right? A lot of it is. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's insidious. I think it seems very. It's got a lot of hallmarks of a of a one of the most successful um, disinformation campaigns ever. You mix real things with bullshit, and you just—it's impossible to tell anymore. And then you're just gone. You're you're, gone. you're completely blind, completely running and blind now, right? But anyway, that doesn't mean a lot of the stuff they're concerned about isn't real and doesn't exist, as it does. There's entire federal departments and law enforcement dedicated to this kind of stuff. This stuff is going back decades. It's a it's a well known, very well documented problem. But hey, we need a we need a million immigrants, you guys. Hey, you guys, we need. <laughs> now they want to censor them. The irony, the absolute fucking drop dead. Show me your ankles. Irony of this. That it's been revealed that Twitter, cooperating with the FBI, major media, on orders from the government to censor and suppress stories, personalities, political parties, candidates, and even the President of the United States. In an effort to manipulate and control the minds of hundreds of millions of people, maybe a billion, how many people are even on Twitter? That all comes out, and now they don't like what Elon is saying that he's taken over the taken over this uh, this weapon that's been used against the people of the world, and they're saying he needs to be censored. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, bro, come on, bro. Who wrote this? Did Greenblatt write this too? If we don't destroy him. If we don't use our ultimate power to destroy him, then everyone will know we have the ultimate power to destroy people. <laughs> I don't know. I think you should rethink that. 
It's so insane. The censorship has gone so out of control. It's so pervasive. We live in a crazy time. Like this was this was a, a conspiracy theory. Never gonna happen, bro. If it will, it's a hundred years in the future. People used to think stuff like 1984 was like, oh, dude, that is like so far in the future. Now scan my forehead and let me go watch free pornography at the Superdome ball game while I sit on my couch at VR and eat cheese. I love the future. <laughs> Whatever happened, bro. <laughs> And we lived through it all. All the censoring, all the crazy stuff. Like it just it didn't happen overnight. It just happened a little bit at a time. One at a time. First they got, you know, crazy stuff. Obvious stuff. Can't be. Can't be posting. And I agree. You can't be posting beheading videos to YouTube and war crimes. And I mean, oh, we gotta have some kind of standards. There needs to be there needs to be <laughs> there needs to be a, a a ceiling on what we're gonna allow here. It got a little worse, a little worse, and then certain people. You know what? I just don't think they should talk anymore. Like, whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, that guy. I don't want him talking anymore. Gone. Oh my god, they banned. Why? What for that? Jeez. Well, hopefully this is an isolated incident. This is just one thing. It's not going to progress. Oh, they got it. They got another one. I've got a taste for it now. I'm going to ban you and you and you. All swaths of people. I'm going to ban an entire mindset of human beings. And if they even so much as hint via Google search, which I have access to, if they are not in line with my new demands and way of thinking, then I'll ban them too. I'll ban everyone. And in fact, I'll call my brother who works in the finance department and then we'll start banning your bank accounts too, you little bastards. Yeah! Like, they're, they're crazy. <laughs> the communist censorship has got to end you know because once first it's alex jones you know then it's somebody else, then eventually it's you <laughs> you ever see <laughs> just one at a time till we're all gone you know like sure like the nazi sharks the nazi sharks will come eat you you guys ever see jaws <laughs> I love that scene, the famous scene, uh, the guy's a World War II veteran, he's a sailor, and he's talking about all the sharks came to eat him. <laughs> sharks got dead eyes like a doll's eyes, you know? <laughs> he's all creepy and intense, and like, it's such an amazing piece of acting, because he's like, he's kind of having fun with it, being like, ha you know, it's pretty crazy, wow. But there's also an appropriate level of, like, horror in it. Where you believe them? Where you're like, Jesus Christ, describing them all after the sinking of the USS Indianapolis. Uh, something like a thousand of them were floating around, and sharks ate like hundreds of them over a p- couple of days. Like, that's a true story. <laughs> so this guy in the movie is, is one of these vets, and he's like telling them about it, like kind of nonchalantly, and they're fucking horrified. <laughs> it's just so fucked up. While they're chasing this shark, he's just like, all right, good night then. Sweet dreams. Like... <laughs> It's so crazy. It's so great. The first Jaws movie is amazing. It's so good. Uh, but he gives them a whole speech about it. You know? It's like the commies. <coughs> first innings. First innings. I'm doing it. Fuck it. Where is this at? <laughs> you got to take this seriously, guys. 
It's the only way we, we win. <laughs> Story time. <laughs> I didn't see the first Kami for about half a century. A progressivist. 300 pounder. You know, you know when you're in the battle, Chief. You can tell by looking from the pride flags to the justice for Floyd shirts and the Ukrainian flags waving everywhere. What we didn't know was that the censorship had been so successful, so pervasive that hardly anyone even knew we existed. So we formed ourselves into tight groups. The idea was that Kami comes to the nearest man, he starts pounding and hollering and screaming. Sometimes Kami goes away. Sometimes he wouldn't go away. Sometimes that Kami, he looks you right into you. Looks right into your eyes. You know something about a Kami? He's got lifeless eyes. Lifeless black eyes, like a doll's eyes. When he comes after you, he doesn't seem to be living until he reports to social media. Those black eyes roll over white, and oh, you hear that terrible high-pitched reeing and screeching. The internet catches fire, and in spite of all the pounding and hollering, they all come in and they, the blue check marks, they just rip you to pieces. I don't know how many commies, maybe a thousand, I don't know how many accounts. They average six accounts an hour. Noon, the fifth day, Elon saw us. He swung in low and he saw us. Three hours later, he sent out a big fat tweet about Fauci. Prosecution. Came, took the attention, all of us. You know, that was the time I was most frightened. Waiting for my turn. I'll never open another Twitter account again. <laughs> the struggle, the war we're in. <laughs> I love that movie. I love Jaws. <laughs> the Kami doesn't seem to be living until he comes to report your social media accounts. The communist NPC's got dead eyes, like a doll's eyes, black eyes. <laughs> I want to go watch that movie now. <laughs> Fuck, it's creepy. Fuck you, shark. It's so satisfying when he finally blows it up at the end. That's how this ends. We gotta fire a giant pressurized gas tank into the mouths of the commie sharks. Well, were they not? What are? We're not even shoot. They're more like I don't know, like giant worm-like creatures. Maybe I don't know. It gets in their mouth. Some guy shoots it with a rifle in a dramatic scene. It blows up. Steven Spielberg's there. He's like, "Ah, oh, it's a hit." You know, he makes money. I don't see why we can't do that. <laughs> Dagalonian says F-A-F-O like rabbits. Oh boy. You be careful with them rabbits, especially that's the new symbol of the alt-right. You gotta be careful. Crisby says keep calm and diagonal. Cheers, brother. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Chet Chisholm says, did you see the that the evidence warehouse for the NYPD burned down today? No, I did not. That UK Parliament speech and my talk with Top is in your Instagram DMs now. 
Don't forget, or I won't give Philip any more Narcan chasers. <laughs> Narcan chasers. I'll try, man. My inboxes are crazy. Honestly, I don't even look at them most of the time. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lost cause. It's like when your garage, you ever like a messy garage, you get a lot of stuff in there and you're like, try and clean it out. And then you, and then it gets a little, and then you clean it out again. But then after a while, like it just gets out of control and it's reached a point where you're like, it is so much work to clean this out. I think I'm just going to leave it like this until I move and then I'll pay someone else to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not this 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 room, this whole portion of where I live is just written off now. It's just we just don't go in there anymore, kids. That's the garage. That's just where the stuff is. That's where the stuff. I don't even don't even look in there. I don't even want to know. Some people only have a drawer that's like that. Some people get entire rooms, you know, and the whole houses, and they have dead eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> Doesn't even seem to be living until he. Supports the current thing, you know. Doesn't even seem like he's got a soul at all until he starts signaling the current virtue. <laughs> oh, I'm missing my... Where's it at? Right, right on! We're pretty much right on time. We're almost done. Car! What are you guys talking? Garage or car hole? Dagobah is in three... It's not Dagobah. It's the ungovernable... Um, Derek asked me to poke, uh, I don't have the pictures. I gotta go find them and I don't have the information. <laughs> I didn't write it down at all, but they'll probably sell them there on the ungovernable Saturday, 11 AM, uh, December the 17th. He's selling these, uh, like, uh, hilarious, like rip off, like cheap Chinese, like Chinese knockoff Super Bowl rings to commemorate the event. He's got a few hundred of them for sale. And I think he's selling them for a hundred bucks a pop or something. And uh, you can go get one if you want, and uh, you know, support support the cars and have a little hilariously poorly made <laughs> souvenir souvenir for it. It's just it's a fundraising idea, and he's having fun with it. I don't remember um, what the links or anything to that are, but that's why you have to subscribe to the Telegram channel and find out later. Because we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Nobody's in charge. Phillips on drugs. You know, there's a brick, you know. Thank God he doesn't have legs. That's why I have to put him there. He can't get me. As long as you stay outside of his range, he can swing that stick pretty far. But as long as you don't go inside of it, he can't do anything. I've got to move him around, right? That being said, I don't want to tell you about it, uh, you know, because he, he has his wife. I don't want to tell you how the, the, the child was made. It, it's a whole process. And I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that tonight. That's just a whole thing. We're not going to get into that now. That's for another time. <laughs> uh, Lord Talarion says, once you do the Harvey voice, it's hard to keep your tongue in your mouth. Uh, what are you talking about? It's my favorite one. Mm, every young actress loves it. Come here, sweetheart. Come sit next to Harvey's desk. I want to be in the movies. <laughs> Haven't you heard about Orange Man? We have real problems in the world out there. There's people on the internet saying things they shouldn't be saying. Now come to how old's your daughter? Oh God! No more, no less. That's that's all all uh, all you're gonna get uh, for that though. Before we get up. Before we gotta wind this out and get out of here. Don't save. 
Thought I had. <laughs> what did I? Shit. I totally, uh. Turned, I got all turned around with all my songs and everything. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. What are you doing over there? Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Just eat the salad and die. It's the only thing that you need to know. Just eat the salad and die. Um, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about this. I missed a lot, actually. I thought I wasn't going to have enough, and it turns out I had well, way more than ever uh, got around to. So, just to touch on for just the moment, I mean, the average rent in Canada is above two thousand dollars for the first time ever. Two thousand dollars. I was lucky to have saved money, had a pension, and you know, and all that stuff from the military, and had a decent amount of money for a down payment. Uh, and I bought a house a few, a number of years ago before the latest uh, craze. You know, my mortgage is like a thousand bucks a month for a whole house. Average rent in Canada is now over two grand. People are spending this much money to rent like a closet. Um, it's not good. It's not affordable, and it, it people it breeds resentment, especially in the younger generation who I sympathize with, because even now, like I I couldn't if I I couldn't buy a house now, you know, <laughs> never mind. Uh, being, you know, somebody in their early 20s just, just joining the work, forget it. The, the price of the, the cost of living is outpacing your ability to make money by a mile. All right. You're only going to get more. We're all only going to get more, uh, poor in this scenario. Everyone as the wealth transfer continue, continues upstairs. So it's going to breed a lot of resentment, especially for young people walking around, seeing all of this stuff that they'll never have. And can never have because it was all just given away. And you know what we need? We need we need we need millions of more people in here, and we need less doctors. They can't get doctors. We need we're gonna fire them all. You're just setting up for a a nightmare for a number of reasons. And, and uh, Ron Paul was talking about this. Oh, I... Yeah, there it is. You want to check it out on zerohedge.com. Ron Paul, mother of all economic crises, will lead to social unrest and violence. Obviously, as it ever, as it always does. Um, he explains a little bit of it there, but um, basically, hard times makes uh, big problems, and when people can't feed themselves and they can't, you know, lead a fulfilling life anymore, uh, they start to want to do other things like break shit, and uh, it's not good. It's not good. So there's another threat. It's a threat to our democracy. So they will tell you that this we need the censorship because it's a threat to our democracy. We need to censor everyone, cut out their tongues, make sure that this information doesn't get spread around because it's a threat to democracy while we promote war on a global scale while we ignore the human trafficking industry that, by all means, people seem to be taken advantage of. While we ignore the uh, horrible effects of our, of our social policy, of our political policies, of the health policies, surely you can trust us. Surely you can trust the powers of be. It all makes perfect sense. This one's great. The SEC chairman... Uh, was, was scrubbing evidence of meeting with Clinton 
Soros and Pelosi. So you've got a an, a, an interested uh, billionaire figure who loves to meddle in foreign policy in other countries, a previous uh, presidential candidate, and the Speaker of the House just chilling with the SEC chairman. And then they deleted the evidence. Cool. How's this for a headline? This should, This is how you know you live in clown world without any further explanation. Right? This shouldn't be a headline. That this is a sentence that this man said in real life is fucking hysterical to me. This is a sitting congressman, Rand Paul, and he says, quote, Republicans are not perfect but are not pushing your children to have surgery to remove their genitalia. <laughs> oh, oh, we've got some low standards now. Hey, guys, we're not perfect, but we're not trying to take your kids and cut their dicks off or anything. Man's got a point. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? What? Is that what it's come to? This is what this is a political argument. We need more trans surgeries for kids. And what in the friggin? Hmm. <laughs> and the federal state is involved uh, as well, and law enforcement, and in, in, again, silencing and, and getting rid of its political opposition and enemies. Um, they're subpoenaing 51 intelligence agents, 51, who called the Hunter laptop bombshell disinformation. Mm-hmm. Amid calls that he sucks and should be replaced, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says he'll subpoena the 51 formal intelligence officials who said the New York Post's report on the Hunter Biden laptop had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. This is crazy. Like, we're in the middle of a... It's the mind war. The fifth generational mind war is on. And it is very... It's, you know, people are waging it against themselves. Societies are waging it against each other. Countries are waging it against themselves. Their own populations. It's hard to tell where it's even coming from anymore some of the, some of the days. Sometimes you can just say, maybe it's China. Secret Privy Council office memo found, quote, active foreign interference network in the 2019 election. Good. So we found interference in the election, and we're just not going to talk about that either. How much? How pervasive? Who was it? Which which, which people? Ah, we're just redacted. You see? It's, uh, it's redacted. Just, just know that China's buying your politicians. How many? How much? Did they? We don't know, but it's redacted. But, uh, hey, that's something that's going on. Give them more money. Let them censor everything. Let them take all the guns away because they're the good guys. Clearly. Clearly. Maybe we can get a social credit system if we're lucky. It's upside down, backwards, wrong thinking. I don't know what else to what else to say about it. We're going to get out of here in a second. Scotia Lasers, thanks to you and Morgan for all your efforts to courageously stand up for what is right and protect children from such evil. It's relentless, exhausting, and costly, but as you once aptly said, this is the best fight there is. Found some great friends. Uh, thanks to this community and looking forward to the 17th. I'll probably try and pop in and see how it goes. Uh, and yeah, I do. Uh, thank you very much, uh, guys, for putting that on. And for those of you that will go and participate in the ungovernable September 17th, Saturday, at some time in the morning. I think 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, something like that. More or less. 
And I'm going to cap this off with, uh, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of this guy, but, you know, he has his moments. He has his moments. And uh, I think it's important to recognize things for, uh, you know, when people, they're like, nice job. It's a, you should tell them nice job. It reinforces it, you know. Doing, looking at the, the research, they're saying, oh, man, the mass uh, will hurt the kids. Now, we, we banned the mass in Florida um, uh, with, with the legislature, with the Parents' Bill of Rights and, and, and other actions. But, you know, the reality is that was not grounded in data. It was not grounded in evidence. It was basically the current thing. You know, people would put in their Twitter profile a mask and a, and a, and a syringe, and that was like their identity. <laughs> And it was ridiculous. They lied to us about the mRNA shots. They said, if you take it, you will not get COVID. That is false. That is not true. And they continue to say, even now when the evidence is so overwhelming, uh, that not only is that not true, people that have multiple boosters, you know, you're, a, you're definitely at risk of getting it. There's no question about that. So, so it's just time and time again, I think you've seen ideology placed over over data and evidence, and then what happens is, is that they will say something like, okay, six weeks of masks will end COVID. So that's what they claim. It doesn't happen. And then what they'll do is they will kind of move the goalposts and say, well, you know, only 95% wore it. So now, and they will constantly uh, try to shift because they will never admit that their ideology was, was incorrect. So that's very, very dangerous when you're looking at all these things. Now people are... Right. And that's exactly right, Mr. DeSantis. That's what it always—that's what it's always come down to. They will won't admit that they made a mistake. They're never going to say, "Oh, I guess, huh? I guess we got to do that." That's why they, they can never switch sides. They're complicit. They believe it. They're, they're, the mind virus has them, and they're never going to let go. It won't let them. It won't allow them to. And when people start prioritizing. Their feels over things that, you know, like science. You're doomed. You're doomed. Over logic, over reason, over basic human dignity. The emotional manipulation that was done allowed this to happen, permitted this to happen, encouraged this to happen, and it affected people from all over the world, from all walks of life, from the president down to janitors and everybody in between. It didn't matter if you're a doctor, a politician, a scientist, whatever. The fear is real, and when you can scare people, you can make them do anything. Hey, guys, you think that's not true? Listen, when I was a kid, they convinced uh, the entire Western world to go to war with a country that didn't do anything to them and kill millions of people for no fucking reason at all. And you think they wouldn't lie about this? You think people wouldn't get scared to, to do it again? They were so afraid because of the constant fear-mongering on TV about 9-11 and the terror, the terror, the terror, the terror, the terror. It was every fucking day. They would release graphs, okay? Go look this up. You don't believe it. I'm Specifically, younger younger people, too, that they wouldn't have remembered. It, it, the level of propaganda was fucking insane. <laughs> insane, okay? There was meters, that would like, ooh, pow, oh, it's in the red. We're in red danger area now. And it would never come out of orange or yellow. You were never safe. Fuck no. You know, green was like, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. It'd come up on the news. And they'd be like, here's today's chance of you getting killed by terrorists. That was the fucking news. Okay? So, yeah, people tend to abandon reason uh, when, when that's going on. Because if you disagreed with that, much like if you were like, hey, I have some questions about these shots and so on. Are you trying to kill grandma? Oh, what are you on the viruses team now? What are you fucking team virus? Same thing that went on back then. What are you fucking, what do you love Saddam Hussein? 
Oh, you're fucking with the terrorists now, huh? I bet you fucking... Well, you want to fucking fly some planes in some buildings now? Is that, what, is that what this is? Uh, no, I just don't... Uh, this doesn't make any sense. And I think if we're going to go around killing people, we should probably at least make sure we're going after the right ones. Can we look into who this was? Oh, so you're fucking out with Al-Qaeda now? It's the same thing. When your ideology and your, your fifis, when the TV is allowing you to be emotionally manipulated... It's never about a little thing either. It's never a it's never a massive billion dollar who knows how many hundreds of billions of dollars propaganda campaign to make you eat healthier, to make you quit smoking, to make you go to the gym. It's it's never about it's never for a good reason. It's never even about a, tr- a tri- trivial reason like should you drink Pepsi or Coke? We're just going to really make sure the advertisers kind of take care of that. No. It's about hugely consequential things, of huge importance. They spend this much money and put this much effort and time into it because it is hugely important to them that you follow the programming. They don't give a shit about the little things. It doesn't matter. But stuff like this, okay, we gotta do, we gotta get some work done now. We need a we need a bunch of countries destroyed. I need several people removed from power. These guys are in the way. Okay, we're doing an aggressive expansion. You know, like the Joker says. It's time for an aggressive expansion. And we're going to increase our businesses now. So this guy in Libya, he's got to go. We re- the, the Syrian guy, he's out. Iraqi guy, you're out. All you guys, you're out. We're going to put these guys in, move that around. It's, just knock some walls down. We're gonna- Nobody's ever going to go for that. Oh, they're going to. I'm going to scare the shit out of these people. Watch this. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Way we go. Let's go kill some people, millions of people. Anybody ever held account for that? Nope. Because there was weapons of mass destruction. Did anybody ever find any? Nope. That was the agreed upon lie. The agreed upon lie was if we we accept that there's weapons of mass destruction, these people are likely to use them. If we don't act now in the name of peace, millions of people could die. So we need war now so we can have peace later. Do you understand? It's very important that you get behind this fucking idea. If that happened now, and maybe it will with the Russians. Being a COVID denier is one thing. Being a being an anti-vaxxer, an anti-mask, you know, it's very oh, terrible. It's terrible. What happens if we're at war formally with another country or an alliance of countries? And now you're an anti-Canadian or an anti-American. Maybe you're a pro-Russian, as Russians are killing your soldiers in a war that you are now fighting, or, or the Chinese or something. Then what happens to you? Do you think maybe you'll just get your bank account taken, or maybe they'll just put you in prison? You know? Emotionally uh, charged decision-making? Being manipulated by the people that are absolute masters... And emotionally manipulating people. I think we just got to kill all the televisions off and then uh, everything will be good. What do you guys think? (laughs) Doesn't work on me! I'm not doing it. You're a phony! You're a big fat phony! You're a phony! Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Please go, go to RagingDissident.com. T.me slash RagingDissident.ii. Keep up! No mystery, I'm all I've 
Can't be dread. Sean M. Jimmy Two Skidoos drops a sense. Satos, CRJ, short and long, Chet Chisholm. David Lopez, Godzilla Unchained Jr. Sean, Collector Jujulo. Sergeant Rock, Van City, Mountaineer, Deanna 01, Godzilla Unchained, Slava Monolita. Lori Telerion, True North Academy, Man on the Mountain. Torquil, Blams, Diagonalian, Crispy. And Scotia Lady. You guys over on the Reverend Chad K, HAP. And Cindy Lee on Rumble. Thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate it. I'll see you again on Friday. Check out the Diaga Bowl or the Gun Govern the Bowl. The Saturday, December 17th at 11 a.m. You can find more information at freejeremymckenzie.com. Be skeptical. Might save your life. Might be the only thing that matters when it comes down to it. Careful around them snakes. Take care of each other, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Pro Patrick, 6 for Tyrannus. Illuminati. Is that what's going on? Love you guys. Cheers. See you next time. No, Phil, I will not encourage the war. I just spent hours d d denouncing it.
What? What do you? Uh, what do you mean? I don't ever think of you. All I have to, I have to constantly worry about what you're doing. Suppose it's thinking of you. He's bouncing around like a little kid. What? No, we can't have more wars. I don't care if it it makes you your best self. I don't. It probably does. It probably does provide you opportunities to do all kinds of crazy. He's nodding his head violently up and down with his tongue hanging out of his mouth. No. I won't. Whatever happens, happens. Fine. Fine, Phil. But I am not, I am on record unequivocally not signing my name to endorsing you for any more war crimes. I had to go to therapy for months just to, just because of that, that so-called scrapbook you took of the Second World War. I'm not going this is going to be digital and it's going to be so much worse. God, I... This is why we got to keep you, you know, entertained with the drugs, because otherwise things go sideways, don't they? You just stay in that plate where you belong.